How's it going, y'all? Oh, we're live. We are live. Oh, boy. Hey, everyone. Uh, we should give thanks that we're so live. Yes. Oh, and no, alive. Live. Canadian thanks, though. Specifically Canadian thanks. Well, our thanks would be Canadian thanks. Not not American thanks. No. No. We will not thank them today. So sorry. No. I, I lost the thread of what this holiday was about. Well, I don't... It's, it's a holiday that only exists in our country. In our minds, really. Well, no. Thanks. I mean, all holidays <laughs> only <laughs> exist in your mind, if you really think I, about I, it. I know Christmas is something happened. I don't like, know what. But. Like, the sun goes around, and then... and then I mean, the sun stays still. We go around the sun, and you, then... No, no. The planet turns, and then the day happens, and then nothing special about it. But it, it's the thought that makes it no, a holiday. Halloween shit happens during that like midnight between oh, the 3 a.m. The convergence. Yeah, you don't know about the convergence. The flat Earth disc. You talking about unification? Flies around. Unification. What? Okay, no. Because your mom didn't teach you about unification. Um, no, <laughs> no, I didn't learn about that. Well, that wasn't. I missed that Bible did. study. It's when yeah. the moon comes down and we all become a flesh creature. You know how it is. It's going to be hype because no one will be more attractive than anyone else. And we'll all get a fair Yeah, but fun. you know what's going to happen? There's going to yeah. be one side of the flesh abomination that Damn has it. slightly more attractive people Damn in it. it. And they have pools, too, on that side. And I, like how th I like how Thanksgiving had an ounce of a conversation start and then immediately got swerved Dude, it's like and run It's like about the weather on a date. It's like instantly like it's, get off it's, Thanksgiving. It's, it's the biking. Little, I started it's it. a little biker on the path, and then Matt's Halloween bus just rams <laughs> over it. Because well, that's, that's the main fuck issue. Fuck you, you're in the wrong month, bitch. That's the main issue with Canadian really is. Thanksgiving is yeah. it's fucking lame compared to Halloween. But also, when your whole life is Halloween, what is October? It's 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 a lot to say. Your whole life is it's, Halloween. It's your biggest work week ever. But it's basically your whole <laughs> life, though. It's really. I want it to be, but it's really not. Okay. How do you put a label, Wooly, on a lifestyle? How do you put it? You know, it's easy. You just use a label maker. You're done. The bam. poets of our time did did in fact pose this question. Yeah. And then there is no answer. There is no answer. <laughs> so we'll have the, to leave it at the that. The audacity of this bitch. Is there an answer to the question, did you have a week? Uh, uh, uh. I probably most of my week can just be like thrown off to Pat and then we and I. Yeah. And him me and him actually had a lot of that. A lot but of uh, coexistence. Um, I will say that I might, I, I might have, depending on what you did. I seriously I'm, doubt I'm it. seriously doubt it. <laughs> oh, fair it's enough. fine. Uh, I did see Venom, though. I can jump in on that. There you go. That's I, good. I might be seeing it later today. I'm not certain. Um, Wooly. Yeah. Uh, terrible villain. <laughs> poor, poor love story and uh, love interest. It, very shaky and um, suspect dialogue. Uh, bad action scenes. Well, like poor action scenes. I like the movie quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Okay. And I and I'm gonna assume that's because of Venom, because any like I will make a Simpsons reference here. Yeah. The first thirty minutes of this movie is when are they going to get to the fireworks factory? Yes. Because it's a difficult 30, 35 minutes. I was like, I kind of want to get up and go. This is bad. And then the fireworks factory happens. And I'm like, hey, we're rolling into hot. Hey, this is a pre-MCU movie. 
I'm having fun with how stupid this is. So okay. uh, a stupid, gooey okay. daredevil shows up. Uh, I'm gonna say like Ghost Rider. Oh, so that's so, okay. So that's that's your your impression. <laughs> My impression is okay. The pre MCU label is a thousand percent accurate. Mm. It really does feel like a movie before the phases started. <laughs> it oh. feels like it was a movie from that weird superhero identity. Like that meteor man phase, <laughs> uh, if you after. would. Um, Ghost Rider is my closest thing. Sure, and I mean Angley's Hulk, even you know, like I see more like Edward Norton's Hulk, even though that was technically, but that MCU, was MCU. It felt a lot like that, where it's like I don't care when you're just walking around, but I care when you're the guy. The f- the the film itself, technically, dude. App okay. Here's how it goes. Eddie Brock wow. and Venom. Yeah. Everything that's not them is a train wreck. It is. It is. It is a fucking sh- sparks flying Every down the rails time. wreck, but the wreck continues to move down the track. Yeah. Like then- like the trains collide and roll over and are upside down and on fire, but they're still getting to their destination in a pile and like, of smoke and brimstone. And and the conductor for one of these trains is Venom in a little conductor hat and, and he's, he's trying and to he's make driving it, go. it going burp burp and that's the thing. Like he's like he's on the the fucking truck on the in the, in the truck. Spider-Man. Exactly. Nice. Now if we could take this Eddie Brock and Venom yep. and just erase the world around them yeah. and pick them up and put them somewhere else. Somewhere closer to Spider-Man? Anywhere. <laughs> Honestly, literally anywhere that is not their world, okay. it would be great. Willie, look at me. I've never been more furious than seeing Stan Lee in a movie ever. You had nothing to do with this character. <laughs> Nothing. It's just they were smart enough to never put him in a Punisher movie because he had fucking fuck all to do with the fucking it Punisher. Does, that doesn't matter. He's he's dude. He's about to die. They're just doing it. He, he wasn't in the, in the Daredevil show. Well, they're just, he wasn't. It's true, but he wasn't going to die then. They're just doing it like this. It's furious. He when was I in saw the him. Spider-Man game. Man, Fine. does so fucking him. Tom Hardy make out with that symbiote real hard. I was very dis. We won't go into exactly Big make what out. that is. I'm getting confused. I got a very different version of that where someone's like, "This happens," and I'm like, "Cool." And then I'm like, "Eh, you kind of did- it's kind of not as cool as I thought." I it figured would be. that's what everybody liked the movie for because everybody liked the fish sex movie because it had the fish sex. It is. It is all right. It's pretty good, but I always assumed it was like anyway. So he, you, it feels like he had fun playing Eddie Brock. I don't. It I feels like Pat, it. this feels like an early Jim Carrey performance, where he's just kind of bumbling around the city, Manic. right? Going, "Oh man, I'm trying to be my character, but your character sucks at life." And Eddie Brock's like, "Ah!" Oh! And he's and he's just bumble kinging from one yeah. scene into the other, right? And his life's a mess, and 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 it's all his fault. And it's just like, and they even like, they even go out of their way to like distance themselves physically from not just Spider-Man, but from New York City entirely. Yeah, it's a right? Exactly. Well, that's fine because the Lethal Protector limited series, which is a lot of this comes from, he did move there. But he moved there because I'm like, I'm just going to 
go like he's literally I'm gonna distance myself from Spider Man. Yeah, now we have a truce now. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, mm, go and there's over here. and there's even a throwaway line addressing it. You know, but, yeah, like the incident that happened at the Globe. They ran. They ran you out. Um, <laughs> you know, I, when you said like uh, he's a he's a bumble king. He's a loser. I won't say exactly what it was, but like Venom itself, the symbiote has a line that I'm like, okay, that's fucking money. Where Venom sure. calls Eddie Brock a loser. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes so on the, to say something. I'm like, that's, that that's worth the market. A movie the for. marketing campaign could have done a much better job. Like, tell what? You, tell you what you were in for? Really? The marketing campaign <laughs> defined by some of the worst trailers ever. They could have sold it a lot harder if they established, like, I'd say two things, right? One being, um, it's a buddy cop comedy. That vibe, that vibe, that dynamic that the two have—that's where the fun is. Is where the fun is exactly, and they didn't sell that in any way, shape, I or form. I think there was one trailer where they got like ten seconds of Venom talking to. Yeah, the because it feels like the renders were still being done, you know, yeah. like. But they didn't. They didn't push the buddy cop vibe of it enough, and they didn't push the fact that obviously of the buddy cop duo, uh, Venom is not just the bad cop; he's like. An asshole, he's the fun guy. <laughs> but like he's, and it's not what you would. It's a lot it's of like the straight man versus the the joke man. It's it's a they they give Venom a personality effectively, you know. And so he's Tim Allen in Home Improvement. No, but who's the other guy? So oh, Brock Al. is Brock is Richard Karn. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Al versus Tim, and Tim's all like more power, no. and then he runs over Wilson. No, because the because that's the problem. Is Someone that, follow me on this. Come the on, the Eddie, I know what you're talking about, but no, because the Eddie Brock is <laughs> like he's kind of pu- pushed as like a Shane Smith, right? They make him kind of like a vice reporter. Yeah, on the yeah, ground yeah. doing his doing the, the his Brock job. Report. And the he, Brock report. Yeah, and he's and he's already like he already would be a, a, a jerk compared to. Like someone who's much more straight laced. Yeah. Right. His but obviously, boss tells him whatever you do, Eddie, don't fucking do this during the job I'm giving you. And he, the first thing he does is do this. And the guy's like, "Why'd you do that, Eddie?" Yeah. I- <laughs> now, um, why are you such a bad reporter, Eddie? Okay. Why do you talk with that horrible accent, Matt? Can we talk uh, worst superhero movie villains? list Ooh, fun 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 all right what do you got what do you got up there okay um uh black heart who is the coolest guy visually ever in ghost rider okay is really up there he's really bad ronan the accuser not great whoever the fuck the villain was in justice league i don't remember Uh. ronan the accuser was a thing that i found to be like he's a really straight-laced ridiculous bland kind of thing yeah but when you see where that movie goes to play off of him, specifically for the end of Guardians 1, I think it works really well having him it be that. It works really well, plus they can do more with him because he's going to be in um, Captain Marvel. So the, the punchline of Guardians 1 yeah. needed him to be that character you know what? for it to work. You've turned me around. There you bro. go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, it, yeah. it, it, was a, it was a fucking hour and a half but set up uh, to a punchline. I'm okay. going to say like Daredevil, the movie's bullseye is just fucking Dare- Okay, Colin Farrell bullseye yeah, he's just is awful. way up there he's super awful but he's a thing though yo yo who's got who's got can i get steppenwolf that's the he justice mentioned, league he guy said i that. forgot the name <laughs> can i get from justice league steppenwolf you didn't know, you didn't <laughs> yeah okay okay right um um uh 
Uh, um, so oh, dead, the, oh, the Doomsday in Man versus Steel. Deadpool Batman from versus Superman. Deadpool from Wolverine Origins. Yeah, he's the main villain, I guess. Uh, fuck uh, yeah, Doomsday um, in that. Um, um, uh, Topher Grace. Yeah, in, as Venom. Topher, yeah. Topher Grace, Topher. right? Big awful. Uh, Electro. Yeah. Oh. Jamie Fox Electro. Because I already don't like comic book Electro. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's pretty terrible. I like Shocker. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I hated Electro until last night. Until last night. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. But, but, uh, um, well, okay. Yeah. We got, right. well, okay. Obadiah Stane, right? And then, um, what's yeah, his name? Yeah, but oh, his oh, actor Mads was... Milkinson in Doctor Strange. Whatever he was. Kaecilius. Oh, yeah. His name was Kaecilius, and yeah. he was an evil Doctor Strange. But, but wait, what about Kevin Nash, though? And 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 uh, shut up! No, <laughs> the, the, no, John Travolta in that movie. That I was trying to remember. Howard Saint. Oh, ah. yeah. All right, so those are already bad. Yes. Yeah. Power gap. Yeah. Power fucking gap. Yeah. Life Foundation. Carlton Drake. Number one, just all worst. time, just all time, just boring. There is nothing like oh, you'll hate horrible guy, in acting, yeah, in motivation, in just appearance, in ev in in every every aspect. The music that plays when he shows up is the worst. It he is absolutely the single worst, so, and it holy. Well, it, they had an interview where they're like, we purposely made him bad. Shut to up. make the stinger seem even better. That's the stinger at the end. That's, of that. that's absurd. Not purposely made him bad, but they're like, we wanted the stinger to be the main villain, but they're like, no, let's hold off on that. So what can we cobble together as a shit replacement, but still get a bit of what that entails, so, that future fight. We tanked our movie on purpose to make this trailer so for the, the worst next part thing is, good. is I, I didn't give a shit, and I'm like, hey, Matt, what's the stinger? And he told me, and I went, oh, I'm seeing that. Yeah, well. Period. Done. And, in any case. So the, it, was the, it was the right decision to do. Holy fuck was that bad. And as a result, the whole, and here's the problem, right? Like, uh, Drake, he's awful, but he's also like the all influencing super rich i'm i'm i tony tony stark of this world no but what about the guy in the in the movie though not the singer <laughs> anyway the fact that he's all influencing in the world means everything that's not eddie brock is drake or his influence. Yeah. We're cutting back to him every five seconds. Walking around in a lab. Looking talking. at camera footage. Going, oh, where's my symbiote? My, my symbiote. Right? Which is weird. They, they, re they, they redubbed it. They redubbed, they redubbed it. Symbiote. In the first trailer, they had, they had him say, we call them symbiotes. And everyone lost their <laughs> shit. And is they fucking like ADR'd it. Is he like an English actor or something? No, I don't know. I don't think so. But everyone says He's it. just some brown guy. And that's, he's terrible. Because that's a real word. That bad. has been used prior to comics. I don't, think it's an ac I don't think it's an accent thing. I think they just wrote fluff. They just had it read that way. And then how does everyone in, on the set of the fucking line just go? Oh yeah, symbiote. Yeah, whatever. Just watch the Spider-Man cartoons where they say symbiote. Sakamoto. That was on purpose for yeah. some reason. That yeah. that's baffling. That being said, 
I still had a fun time overall. Uh, or one person I saw with yeah, was but, like, I loved it. Like, but I loved all the Venom stuff. So and that was so overpowering that I don't care about everything else. Well, the reason why the train wreck never stopped moving was because I kept laughing. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I thoroughly chortled. All the way to the Audiences credits. seem to agree with both of you. <laughs> right? Venom is probably going to be a success. A, a, it made $200 million worldwide over one weekend on a $100 million budget. Made $80 million in America. That's still pretty fucking it good. It broke the records for October releases. So I'm really happy because I want to see the sequel. This is like one of those things where I'm like, oh, but the movie's there. The movie is there, but like... Whatever it is, Sony, like Columbia Pictures, just going, uh, uh, no, dial it back, or or whatever it is, or let's put all this shit stuff in it around the yeah. character. Hey, me, but the director of Zombieland made all the Venom stuff. Let me ask That's you a question. What his I feel like was. Tom's going to come in going, you want me back? They you absolutely, better. You fucking the payola. The director of Venom said this will absolutely happen. Payola. Just, it's a matter of when, not if. I have a question for, for both of y'all yes. from your complaints. Say you remove the bad villain and with the bad actor and replace them with a better villain with a better actor. Don't have any origin anymore, so you get to have Venom from the very beginning of the movie. How much does that movie improve? The world still sucks. <laughs> yeah, the world is... Boring. The world still sucks. Because it's not an MCU world. And, like, like, think about... Uh... Think about baffling. think about no more heroes and yeah. how the world sucks. Oh, it's the worst. And you're like, no matter, there's a cool guy hanging out over there. You can go <laughs> kill, but to get there, you got to go through a really shitty yeah. world. No, you don't get it, man. That's on purpose. This is daily grind or whatever. Fuck. Maybe it's just that was the worst interview. You ever. know what? Maybe it's just San Francisco. Maybe just San Francisco sucks. But I don't know. That city but... has crazy weird stuff that nobody else has. So it's yeah, like, that should be a fun city, but it wasn't very fun. Does Venom have a zany web-based car chase down that little? He sure road? does. Sure does. And then that the thing where all the sitcom houses are, the oh, hill. His sitcom. That was a joke. The hill with the sitcom houses that was on a them. Joke. They I totally car chase through the sitcom I house say it's neighborhood. Zany. There's one moment that's zany, and then it was just a standard car chase. Absolutely. But, um, but here we go, Venom verse. That's right? the worst. So remember, the Michael Morbius movie is being made. Of and course Jared it is. Leto, like we talked about this, that's the the next step in the Venom verse. But the, and that's Sony. That is not. That is still Sony. anything else. Yeah. The whole Sinister Six thing that they're owned do are owned by them. Fucked up, and they didn't. They... You think you're gonna pull six movies off with this? Are they gonna go for six? No, I no. no I think they meant one. And Morbius is not one of them. So Morbius is the Sinister Six would never let more. They close the clubhouse door and say no more. About We'd science. rather let losers like score uh, fucking Shocker and, and Scorpion in here than get out of here. I mean, would it was, you stay if, for after the after all of the credits? Uh, I I saw two stingers. Okay, I saw. The, 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 there's the, the post credit stinger, yeah, and then there they just threw in a, a trailer for uh, Enter the Spider, Enter the Spider Verse. Not that wasn't a trailer. It was a scene. That was like a three minute long scene that got more applause than all of Venom. Well, my audience oh, was no. completely confused by it because they were like, "What is this? Why because is it showing? Because Enter the Spider Verse is like another Sony thing. It is like we gotta. They're pushing it hard." This. Because it's the because everyone's and, hype. But is it not straight to video? 
No, no, it's a, it's a cinematic theater release. December, like okay. Christmas, December fourteenth. It's in August eighth, and so they pushed it, and it, it came up, and they had this whole scene from it. But then at the end, it just says to be continued. So everyone just went uh, and walked out because it doesn't say what the name of the thing was. That's true. It literally doesn't tell you what you're watching. And it's confusing to the people in the movie theater because none of them know what Spider-Man because Venom didn't tell them what Spider-Man. Of course not. There is no Spider-Man in this verse. What's a Spider-Man? I don't know. Why would there be a Spider-Man trailer at the end of this Venom movie? Venom doesn't have anything to do. He doesn't have... There's there's an empty spot on his chest. It looks... From what I've seen of the trailers, it looks really bad. Like, his design looks really stupid without... No, I liked it. You can see it very well, but it's a bunch of white veins... And there is ver- comic book versions of Venom that never had the white spider. Ultimate Venom I, never had the white spider. I think that, that logo is the coolest thing. It is super cool. It's super cool. It's, Don't get me wrong. It, but- they've made probably a, like eight to uh, however many digit figure. They've made a bankroll off of just selling shirts, shirts. and sweaters and fucking and white beaters with like Venom stuff like on the because eyes, that you know? that logo is fucking cash money. It's better than Spider Man's logo. It's cash money. Yeah. I mean, it was Spider-Man's logo for a while, but... Well, you know what I mean. It's, it is better. Like, Spider-Man, when he switched back, should have kept that that spider. Does uh, Venom at one point say to Eddie Brock that wasn't very cash money if you... I this, mean... It's just in. Sony is currently casting for the Craven movie. <laughs> I'm not kidding, by the way. <laughs> who's he gonna hunt? Spider-Man. So he's not, he's not Spider-Man! Maybe so, Venom. Okay. Why not Venom? No, the, so the weirdest thing about that, I mean, first of all, like when I when I hear of a Morbius movie, I go, is this a, is this a secret reason to bring back Blade? Yeah, maybe Ooh. because they always tie in. Sony doesn't own Blade though. Yeah, well, and the and the other do. thing is when you drop another name and you go Craven, it's like. Why? Why are they ignoring? I guess because they they really realize that the Sinister Six do like not make that much sense without Spider Man. It'd be really hard to they sell. Only formed to kill Spider. So it would be really hard, if not impossible, to sell the idea of like, yeah, Rhino and and Vulture and all, all the crew without Spider Man involved. Is the only guy you could really spin off a movie because he played a hero for and a long he time. had spinoffs. So Craven so and Morbius is a very direct avoidance of Spider Man and his Rogues gal- Gallery. You know, because it's weird. It's like Craven's super intimate with Spider-Man, but for like only like like Craven's last hunt, like the big epic storyline, and then let's like they don't use him. As but he's much not as tied in to. with the other like not really. The other he's very lone know. wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes he he gets hired or whatever. And yeah. there was that one time when Peter Parker became the Craven, which was yeah. I saw that panel. That confused me. Whatever um, the fuck that was. Scorpion only existed because J. Jonah Jameson paid some asshole to put on the suit to kill Spider-Man. That's it. Yeah. Hmm. His entire origin story is, I I hate Spider-Man, kill Spider-Man. Also, also, Make a J. Jonah Jameson spinoff movie. I'll watch well, it. I'll watch it right now. Here's, I'm here's it the other mind. thing. Here's the other thing. Uh, that Sinister Six, whatever they do with that, if they wanted to do something, Vulture just got used and, was, and, and uh, Homecoming killed it. Yeah. Like yeah, so you, what are you gonna do? Make He's another exclusive. version of Vulture? He's exclusive <laughs> to Homecoming. Like they, I should they also already... mention that Scorpion is also in that. Yeah, movie. that's true. Matt Gargan. So they already took in Shockers, Shockers in that, in that movie. Sake. Okay, so there so, you, yeah. you can't. They've already used and a Mysterio's bunch of Mysterio's in the next one, and yeah. he's occasionally. So there's no Sinister Six is, is already taken, yeah. and, and and they're doing it good. Um. Yeah. So I saw Venom. 
Uh, I watched the first two episodes of Rise of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. Um, I like that, but it's still kind of awkward because it's like, yeah, Raph's the leader. Raphael but he's not really. And his turtles. But he's not really because he's also kind of an idiot. Oh, they're all idiots. Yeah. But he's bigger than them. And, and he, why not eat the I'm not sure. other three? <laughs> I'm not sure why they're going for this because some people said maybe they're going to transition to Leonardo at some point. Because Leonardo, I guess, is the most competent, but he's also kind of weirdly the most jokey. Everyone kind of feels the same in this show. Oh, wonderful. No one really up in a good way where everyone's entertaining. Ah. But Donatello is kind of like also a standout. It was like Mikey was actually kind of just there. And it moves very fast. It has very, very fast for children's oh, just, attention spans. Does Michelangelo lose his identity when everyone else is funny? Kind of. Damn, son. Oh, shit, have, your he, character. Like, he still feels like the youngest Oh, one, no. Does but... he have Rachel the Horn? Uh, Rachel? Yeah, Rachel the Horn Dog on. No, no, he doesn't. <laughs> you stopped that that name in a weird place. <laughs> no, um, like April, April. That's her fucking name. Well, April's like you sure it wasn't Rachel the whore? <laughs> April's like eight years Whatever old in this. Why did I think that was her so. name? <laughs> Rachel Horndog. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong? With anyway, anyway, um, when everyone's the class clown, no one is. I mean, like I they, fucking it, forget it is, Turtles. This is every every single person jokes around. Like, there's not a serious guy amongst mm. the group. Um, there were some legit jokes. I'm like, that's that's pretty fucking funny. The animation is good, but um, it just felt weird because it it's sort of like not an origin story. They're like, hey, we're the new guys on the block. Uh, we're just checking things out. What's going on? Uh, and st- all, right off the bat, new villain, no Shredder, no nothing. Okay, which is fine because it's like we've a done new, Shredder, yeah, yeah, new world, a new thing. Um, so it's like a mystical like like a uh, realm underneath New York and there's this big bad that lives there. He's he's pretty all right. I was kind of surprised cuz it's like Is he magic? Sort of. Mm. He's like just ancient guy. Um I hate Splinter in this thing. Oh. He's like this fat like couch potato. Which is different, I'll give it that. But the Splinter in the CG Ninja Turtles is the coolest Splinter, where he's like seven feet tall, and he's like the most ancient master of all. Like he jokes too, but I really like that Splinter. So and this, this one's this like this gross. Can't fight. F- I he can, but he whips it out. Like he's very Mr. Miyagi, even more so than original Splinter, where he's like he looks very unassuming. But is he closer to his rat-like heritage, and that he's gross now? He's very gross. Oh, so wait, wasn't I'm trying to? Wasn't the art style for him like also like a little like Dexter Gremlin shape yes. thing? Yeah, 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 I remember the I remember that now. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Okay. So I need to watch some more of it, but I did. I didn't enjoy what I watched. Um, the T uh, T is one of those things where I'm like, are you continuing? I'm happy. Then mm. I don't care how different it is from what I used to know. I'm glad future generations can have what are the Ninja Turtles that is being prepared for them. What if it's really bad? It does it exist? Yeah, I don't mind. Oof, that's quite a. But TMNT is the only thing I'll give that to. That's a franchise that's gonna keep coming out for the kids. Yeah. Well, I mean, Christ, it was there when we were kids, and it's still coming out for the kids now. So it might as well be fucking forever. Yeah, it's the Looney Tunes now. Um. And, uh, I mean, I'll watch some other stuff, whatever, but, like, uh, yeah, played 
couple, like almost 20 hours of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, mm-hmm. uh, which is what I was alluding to before. That's oh, correct. Um, I have not played that many hours of it because Liana is the one that is actually doing all the heavy lifting on that, mm-hmm. doing all the side quests, whatever. And while I'm like here or recording or whatever, she's like, I'll level up for you. Because since she lived in Greece for a number of years, and I've always wanted to know how, what, how, how does the, uh, a nice steaming bowl of malacca taste? She's like, that's not I what malacca uh, yeah, means. I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should use and I'm like, no, it's like a cheese. Malacca you, you should use your yeah. context clues when people talk about it. I know, because everyone's like, yay, malacca. I hey, love Mala- that stuff. Hey, hey, hey. Right? Yeah, that's not... <laughs> Context goes. Um, oh my god, that's fucking high school. Boy. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. Holy um, shit! I really enjoying it. Took Cassandra. I'm I'm very intrigued. I about what is the divide between Alexios and Cassandra? I can tell you. I found out though because yeah. I just fucking uh, let me watch that cutscene from everyone's perspective. Guess what? They just swapped they the characters. Just instantly swapped them out, and they kind of dialed down their voices a little bit. So for those that don't know, when you pick. One of the two, the the brother or the sister, the the one you didn't pick becomes kind of the antagonist. Um, so when you're Cassandra, oh, so they're not both canon. What do you mean? They're, it's not no Cassandra's sub- canon. It's not like uh, uh, Resident Evil with two characters doing their own campaigns. I guess not. No, though it, Cassandra's the canon. Uh, Cassandra's canon. She's the character in the companion novel. But when, when you okay. pick, but when you pick the other version. It's a it's a different version. It's a different story. No, no, no it's, it's the, the same, same story. story. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm I'm phrasing this badly. Um, now let me. Let both me... characters are not two different pat side A and side B. L- no, let me let me let path. me explain this. Yeah, okay. In, in the, the very first flashback you ever get is Cassandra. She's like an eight year old, and she's like, ah, oh, hanging out with my dad, learning how to spear fight. And then the mom comes out, and Alexios is a little baby. Oh, he's a tiny little baby. Oh, wow. if you were to play as Alexios. It would be Alexios hanging out with his dad, learning how to. That's what I and, didn't know. I was like, they and, paid the money then, to make yeah. FMVs and with then, different kids at different ages. That's awesome. And then they come out and oh, Cassandra's oh, she's a little baby. Oh. Okay, but for promotional purposes, Cassandra's the one that's canon. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Even though she's not the one on the box. Oh, that's a bummer. I thought it was going to be like um, like the zapping system. Or wasn't Unity brother and sister were there? That, no. that, that was they just switched off. When the story demanded it, and they, yeah, I, and they were romantic interests, not brother and sister. Oh, excuse me. Okay, well, I, I, I was, I thought that it was going to be like a two character. You, you just that thing. that just switched stories, but this is like okay. they recorded the exact same dialogue with two different voice actors. Okay, so they all say the same thing. So when one of these characters is the antagonist, they put on a little bit of more gruff voice. Alexios's voice acting is a little much. It's I, not good. It's not good. It's a little like he's like, I'm trying to be a big, tough guy. And I guess he was raised to be so. But still, even if I'd imagine if you select him, he dials it back to like a six. I, I should mention, I don't know what you're talking about because that's super far into the game. <laughs> uh, that wasn't much farther than when I talked to you about it last time. That was like a like two or three <laughs> more hours afterwards. All right. Okay. And nothing really happened. Well, here's the thing. Considering the <laughs> considering the events that have happened in the game so far, I really didn't expect that. Okay. Um, but I, I'm enjoying it overall. But, like, I'm enjoying it a bit more than Origin simply because, you know, I love ancient uh, Egypt, but I like ancient uh, Greece a bit more. Um, I like when someone goes, the Cyclops. 
the cyc- got to stop that cyclops. And I'm like, cyclops doesn't mean a cyclops. It means a guy with probably an eye patch and he's a criminal. So he's called the cyclops. I like that type of playing with the myths and stuff. And just straight up, since I saw videos from like back at E3, they're like, fight the Medusa. Fuck history. History's lame. And I appreciate that. Like where they're going with Assassin's Creed. It's like, stop anymore with this stuff. Uh, don't even bother with it. I'm curious to know if um, this new like gameplay system for Assassin's Creed seems like it can go the distance. This this type, you mean? This type, the, I, ever since the you yeah. know the Egypt. I want to say a third one, but then after that, switch like, it up this again. Is very similar. So there to there are some there are some really minor changes that make a really big deal, mm-hmm. and the most minor change that makes the biggest deal is the way your attack animations feel. Yeah, like so. I went back and, and installed really Origin just to check to make sure I wasn't nuts. I didn't misremember. In Origin, it has a weird animation issue where you hit you know R one attack, but your window for the second attack ends before the first attack comes out. So you kind of have to decide ahead of time. I want to attack three times. You can't like swing and then if it hits or misses, decide to swing. Oh, it's again. all pre buffer. It feels like that. Okay. Maybe it's exact, but it does. It doesn't feel. It feels sticky. It feels stiff. In uh, Odyssey, they lengthen that buffer to all the way to the end of the attack animation. Okay. So now it feels way better, and it doesn't look any different at all. But it feels feels nah, it feels, feels much it feels better. Great. The parry is awesome, and there's that. no blocking anymore, which is great. Yeah. Um, no complaints about the combat uh, or anything. But um, uh, the last kind of thing I really wanted to say about it, though, is that. Um, uh, when you're going through from like, it's kind of, it, it is like what that weird, weird article is like Assassin's Creed Odyssey really picks up after the 15th hour. Um, is yeah. that the start of Fucking it? Is... Sterling being like, could you imagine any other medium yeah. having to have the statement said about it? I completely it? disagree with that statement. Originally. I, 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 I don't, I, that's, that's it. Like up to 11. I do feel that like the start of it's kind of slow. Um, what do you consider the start? Like Kefalonia? Kefalonia. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 a slower start and it's a little less interesting than how Origins started. I think Origins started off a bit stronger. But ne- where I am now, I'm like liking it a lot. They really dialed back ship combat to be way more simple. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's like, weird. They I, have to to make uh, Skull and Bones seem like a It's thing. also way faster. Yeah, that's true. So, because it's, tearing it's, across it's the five, what, 471 something BC. So yeah. there's no cannons. It's all spear arrows. throwers and arrows. So, like, it's the same basic gameplay, but the ships are much smaller and they all move much faster and they go down in like three, like hits, three volleys of, of arrows. And it's usually it. Um, uh, but yeah, I know I'm enjoying. There's been some fun quests. I don't know how Alexios plays, but it seems like every single woman I meet. Uh, they're like, please, Cassandra, uh, stop this man from killing me. I will if you'll fuck me. Yeah. Every single romantic option is like, I will, but why don't we have fun first? So the, the- and the person's like, that's really cool. <laughs> I'm super stoked you want to do the sex, but the guys are trying to kill me now. Yeah. So we'll fuck 
But when you've you're stopped talking the about the first character, life, you run I'm into... talking about all the no, characters. But the, fir- <laughs> the first one's really bad because it is, it is. the first one you you there's, Odessa, Odessa, yeah, Odessa. Yeah, yeah. There's a little heart next to some dialogues, which mm. is completely disingenuous. It should be a fucking genitals. Yeah, because <laughs> um, it's never about love. It's never romantic. It's always it's always bad pickup lines yes. every single fucking time, and. You do a whole side quest for this character, and every single time you're like, ha, how about we fuck on your ancestor's bones? Yeah. So... And she goes, nah. Then you run into that character later, and you get five of those in a row, and she goes, do the quest. <laughs> no, <laughs> do it. Weird. So replace the heart with an eggplant? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it, that happens with multiple characters. Like, I know the daughters of Artemis that are just like, we love Artemis. Artemis is Artemis. And they're like, but if you want to fuck me, you're going to have to kill eight legendary beasts. <laughs> Did you fuck that old lady? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone wants to fuck grandma's pussy. There is what, a, there is you, a relatively you, hilarious okay, side quest wait, in which wait. you are trying to get dick pills for this chick's wife. Old guy. No, this and then old, old guy. And, old and so, yeah, this, oh, this chick's old husband and you get him the dick pills and he's like, I don't. I, I would rather die. And so the one of the side quest solutions is bang his old wife all day. Wow. So there's a time lapse photography of the wow. old man hanging outside playing, the hut. playing a lute and t- and the chatting people, people up. Chatting, and then like two days later, you come out of the house and he's like, "Did you have fun?" He's like, "I think so." Wow. Do you get a fucking <laughs> Witcher card collectible? You might as well. Wow. Holy yeah. shit. The idea that they, they fucking okay. premised this as a romantic option thing yeah, in the ridiculous. game is the most absurd. It is just Greek fucking all over the place. Whereas in Origins, Bayek and his wife were like the ha- ultimate power Yeah, couple. they're happily married and they're mm-hmm, lo- their mm-hmm, love and they're mm-hmm. mad about their dead kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so some, you're just throwing it out there all around Greece, huh? <laughs> just, whoever. Yeah. Just, whoever. You're okay. Get in. <laughs> get on. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I'm enjoying it overall. Um, I kind of want to try to actually finish it. Um, unlike Origins, where I did want to finish it, just other stuff came up. But good thing Spider-Man came out before and not after. But yeah. yeah. Uh, so you talk about finishing it. Uh, I had a, a problem with Origins that kind of capped it on me mm-hmm. and that was if you did everything in every zone you would become massively hilariously over leveled yeah, for yeah. everything to the point where all remaining outposts all remaining side quests felt like busy work mm. because Bayek would become so strong he could just stand there and just tank everything yeah. <laughs> just um, take it. they eventually added enemy scaling to the game as a option that you could tick on mm. uh, but I think that was after I stopped playing it um, Odyssey does not allow that to be an option. The game scales with you forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole game will scale to two levels under you, no matter how high up you get. I won't say it's the Nemesis system from uh, Shadow of Mordor, but it has a it's, Nemesis system it's in the it. Nemesis system. That's fucked up and scary. When I see uh, a bounty hunters, which are super overpowered dudes that have names and like little bits of backstory, they don't go like, "Ah, oh, you cut off my genitals and no, they, and made me eat malaka." No. Like they don't say any of that stuff. But like they're super uber powered guys, and I see them, I'm 
like I give up on quests. They act as your wanted system. Yeah. in this game, which is neat. I you cause too much like trouble, it. you get powerful dudes after you. Yeah, if you like murder guards in front of other guards, the guards will be like, "Well, we should probably get a bounty hunter on this. Mm. Deal with this with this yeah. malaka." And the reason why they don't have any personality is because it would be some guy paid me to kill you every yeah, time. Yeah, that's that's yeah. I was told to kill you, and I'm going to try and, and you kill you. Pay, you can pay off these bounties if you want to spend the money to just make them go away. So something that's been uh, happening, like, as as I've stepped out of the series, and, like, you guys have been, like, going over, like, how the new ones have been coming out. Every time we talk about a new one and or the new place or location or culture that it takes place in, it's always become much, much less of a conversation about what it means to be an assassin in that culture. Oh, this is almost nothing. So, so I'm 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 curious to know like I have three things to say to you about that. Is there even any content about you being a Greek assassin worth mentioning? In, in in Odyssey so far zero, but in Origins there was. So the three things to say is the uh the word assassin has literally been in the script twice the entire time I have played. One was in the only modern day segment I saw, yeah. which was the difficulty selection prompt, which I have never seen again. I have never seen the modern day shit since then. I've, I've the, seen it once more. The characters have not talked over animus shit. Nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing. And the second thing is that when you are asked to kill somebody, Cassandra says, I'm not an assassin. And that is the only time it comes up. So you're just somebody in Greece? Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. There, there is a future segment where you play as a girl. I'm not sure if it's the same girl from Origins, it but is. it's it is. Yeah. Uh, and she's in an mm-hmm. animus. She's in a very portable super thing. And she has a mm-hmm. doctor that's monitoring her. Mm-hmm. But it's so, so brief. But I guess what I mean is like even without like I, I, like, I don't even know if the word Templar comes up or not. Oh, but, also, the, uh, but, well, but it's Sturgo just. does. The third one is also that the Assassin Order was invented in Origins. And this is 500 years before, before Origins. That. Okay, so it literally can't have assassins. Okay, in. so there, so there's no like sort of white hood and, okay. and stabby no. hidden blade. Like there is a MacGuffin like the Apple of Eden, and it's something that Cassandra can get. Yeah, or, it's a magic or, item. Yeah, it's a magic item, and that's what the future people are trying to get. It's about the okay. first civilization, that's, that's, man. That's odd because I guess like I thought that even when no matter how much they distance themselves, I always thought that they would at least keep. White hood and hidden blade as like you get a hood a as part of a quest early. You get a white hood, and okay. it's like, uh, but okay. they really they- fucking nail it home with the like. Uh, the, when you're the future girl for a bit in the segment I played later on, she's like, you can like look at everything around your little like um uh office that you're in, a little hideout, and she talks to a guy, another um assassin dude who's out on a roof somewhere that has a sniper rifle trained on their place in case Abstergo shows up and breaks up their party. And his name is Kiyoshi. And she goes, hey, Kiyoshi, it was really rough when you were in the Japanese hideout doing the Japanese thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember back in the day, like 10 years ago, where's Assassin's Creed Japan? Where's Assassin's Creed Ninja? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, can't do it. There's just no verticality there. There's zero. It's little huts and then one big emperor like castle. That's it. What do you think fucking or uh, this one is? There's nothing. It's tiny little huts hard and then cut. a couple of big or, buildings. Or hard cut it. to footage of Sekiro. Origins yeah. and... And Origins and Odyssey take place 
so fucking far back in the past no that the tallest second the, floors the yet. tallest building in the world is like three stories tall like no think back to origins think of uh yeah, what, what was the main te- thebes or whatever yeah the fucking tallest mansion in that place was two stories it's absurd so yeah. I, that's what they said back then and back then i might have been like yeah whatever but it's like they have to be saving that, but you've been saving it for so long. Saving it for ten years. I mean, again, the 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 side scroller uh, China that we got. It was kind of like, to be honest, it was like, can we just go anywhere in Asia? No, you know, no, fuck you. To oh, just I mean, to, yeah, and China. and but but that was also when <laughs> the the cool thing was seeing how the template of yeah. assassin and templar gets converted into that version, uh, right? So like the hype for Russia back when that first fucking comic came out with the fall. Russia. No, but the no, but the fall. Yeah, the fall was awesome. was was like, oh man, it's the 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 hooded look, but with the Russian stylings and trimmings to it. They even that shit doesn't matter anymore. They mention the fall in in Odyssey. <laughs> sure, they yeah. go like, oh, remember when Tesla blew up that fucking forest, which is what sets off the fall. Or so it was the end of the fall. So the appeal of those of the culture jumping is kind of different now, and now it's just. Where can we go that I, we haven't gone? So, I like, guess. there is one. And where's like, where's there a good warrior culture to like build all, a game off of? There's one thing that does like make me giggle is that the idea of like maybe they're not doing that just yet because based on the overall quality of the general Greek accents in this game. Mm. It's possible they're avoiding that so that they don't make many no nos because Anadas. there are. There are some wildly varying quality Greek accents here. Oh, okay. They are even Alexios's is not consistent. It's too much. I like and Cassandra, is, but that's about it. Yeah, Cassandra sounds like she is actually very Greek. consistent. But like Alexios is will fade in and out, and it's fucking ah. Like, come on, man, you're the main character. Anyway, game's still super fun, but. If a third one was to come out at the end of next year, I'd be like, eh. like unless yeah. it's Japan, like I'm like, eh. What if it's know. an even cooler location? Polynesian Islands. Yeah. Uh, this game a is. A lot of sailing in there. So I get the big feeling. Cool ass that, fucking uh, spear fights and shit. Like this game only came out so fast because they could reuse all the Greek architecture that was already in Origins. Oh, and uh, probably like, well, no, they might not reuse stuff from uh, what's it called, uh, Brotherhood, because mm. a lot of Greek uh, stuff is also a lot of Roman uh, stuff. That too. stuff's out of date. That yeah, I know it is. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, still having fun with it, and um, I, I kind of hope, I really hope this story like pays off and it's satisfying because I'm like, it's it's taking its time. I'm I'll sure say. that the story with Cassandra and all those gang is probably going to be great. Wait, did you have the the Cult of Cosmos menu pop up? No. Oh man, a menu. Wait for a whole other menu tab to open up. Oh, there's already too many menu tabs. There is, there is, but a new one opens up, and it's kind of fun. Like it's fun, like it's busy work that you do over the course of the game. Yeah, but it is still kind of cool. Yeah, no, that was me for the week, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I also played AC Odyssey. It's pretty good. Everything that I just said. Yeah. Everything Matt just said. Okay. Um, I think maybe this is because I'm a big completionist, but the, I feel like the grinding kerfuffle that people are talking about is massively overblown. Uh, what is that? Uh, you they sell uh they sell experience boosters in the uh, microtransaction store, 
and people are basically saying that well you have to grind all the side quests in order to uh complete the main story because there there are elements of the main story where you like finish a quest at 14 and then the next main story quest is like level you 17 really, like- Unlike the the last couple of games you play, when you and it has a story mission, it says you should be this level. And this is going to be rough. One or two levels that. off, gotcha. shit will kick your ass in. Couldn't couldn't defeat the fucking ugly boar Akuto from Princess Mononoke because he was like he was the same level as me. Lord Could not Akuto. beat this fucking boss pig. Um, my warriors, yeah. warriors. Please but be my eyes. It is like <laughs> hilariously easy as you don't even have to do all the side quests to keep up with levels and do that. But maybe that's because I grind out the map and complete every location mm. as a matter of fact. You so Spider Man it. Yeah. Okay. But the the, the game demand like it doesn't demand it, but it rewards you for filling out the map conclusively yeah and there are huge infinite amounts of experience in the world like you can just that um that the mechanic where you can flip a region to from sparta to athens you can just flip it back and forth as much as you fucking want like over and over and over and over doesn't matter i i I don't know what that is okay basically uh when you get to an area it's occupied by spartans or athenians yep and all the bases and all the all the shit in that area is going to be under one control of those factions if you go and fuck that faction up for long enough you will be able to make a big, big war battle and then flip it to the other team. It turns into a Musou-style fight on a battlefield where you have to kill commanders and shit. Yeah. It's actually super cool. Yeah. And uh, are you on one side or the other? Yeah. It's no, whoever, no, you're you, whoever you pick. So the way I've done it is I've flipped every region that I've gone to. Whatever the fu- Whoever the fuck happens to be there, I'll flip it to the other one because you get more rewards for attacking than defending. Yeah. Uh, is there a benefit to like making it all the same? I have no idea, but I seriously doubt it. It's a it's a long game thing. It's like a meter it has its own tabs about like who's in control. Uh, uh, Athens, the nerds, like the gangs in or, GTA One, yeah, or two, I should say, or Spartans, the jocks, or Spartans, the jocks, exactly. Yeah. Um, I also really like Elias Tufexis, who played uh, Jensen in Human Revolution. Oh, who's he? He's King uh, Leonidas. He's your he's your, no, he's your dad. Oh. Unless he also played Leonidas. He totally played Leonidas. I saw an interview with him talking about Then how... he plays two characters because okay. he plays Nicholas okay. as well. But that's actually the bloodline anyway. Yeah, so yeah. Is... And how's his Greek? Not how's his English <laughs> with Greek uh, and a Greek accent? It's cool. Yeah. It sounds, I like him a lot. Sounds like overall. Gerard Butler when he's doing King Leonidas, actually. Yeah. Uh, what else did I do? Okay, so I watched one episode each. Of uh, Overlord, which is that isekai about the skeleton skull, man. Skull man. Yeah, skeleton and man. And also, uh, God, what the fuck was it? Oh, God. Skull face bookseller Honda-san, which just came out. Everyone can feel free to guess why I watched a bunch of skeleton-based animes. Um, Overlord's fun, but it's pretty... I Nothing special from episode one. Nothing really say. Uh, Skull Face Bookseller Honda-san is fucking great, and everybody who has ever worked in retail should watch it, because it is the, instead of uh, cute little animals in an office with a Gretzko, it is yeah. monster people in a bookstore. That's it. The whole first episode is how hard it is to deal with foreign uh, yaoi girls coming into the store to buy porn. 
that is your first episode, okay. and how awkward that is because you don't speak very much English. Fujoshi is yes. that awkward. I didn't say that because I feel like most people listening wouldn't actually know what the fuck that word means. I think they do. But I think yeah. it's gotten out there. That that shit is great. Uh, there's only one episode out on Crunchyroll right now, but I'm sure, like, I don't know how many are, but I'm excited. Uh, I also watched more, um, Spiteful Hunter Hunter. Much more. I believe it's pronounced Hunter X Hunter. Yes, Hunter X Hunter. Um. I believe that's pronounced Hunter X Hunter Hunter. <laughs> yeah, they do actually pronounce it exactly like that. I am having a really bizarre problem how with that show. How much more? Oh, don't say the problem is you like it. Well, no, how no, much no. more? Like 25 episodes. Oh, wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of spite. Um, Isn't that, is that not like a season? I don't know. It's it's split up Do weird. the arcs end on 13s No, they or don't. 26s? They super don't. Okay. Like, they, they end whenever the fuck they want. It Good. seems very... This feels like a show that was just run for 100 episodes. Dude, I, that means you're in. Yeah. So the thing that I'm having the biggest trouble with is... It came out in 98, before Naruto, which means every time I go, that's such a ripoff, I have to go, no, it's not. Mm -hmm. It's actually being super ripped off. Is this the oldest shonen you've watched? Uh, well... Does Dragon Ball count? Dragon Ball counts. Well, then no. Okay. Because Dragon Ball just... Um... I think naming an assassin child character literally named Kill is a bit much. <laughs> I think that is a bit absurd. Not even Kira? His name is Killua, uh, but everybody just calls him Kill. Oh, uh, wow. I think That's... that it's, re- it's really, really dumb. That's some anime. That's good anime right there. I think that Gon's design uh, actually fluctuates in its awfulness. He occasionally looks much better um, and occasionally looks much worse. And I figured out the exact design element that That makes it. That character, you mean? Yeah, Gon, the the little green kid. Uh, It's his fucking shirt jacket is the ugliest fucking thing ever. When he's in the shorts in the tank and his hair, his hair doesn't even look that bad. But, like, that fucking awful thing with the fishing rod is just the worst. And it's so weird because most, like, 99% of the cast have normal human proportions. And then there's a couple One Piece-looking freakazoids. Yeah, there's definitely. And one of them's, like, a main character. Mm-hmm. Leorio has, he's weird and lanky. And he his body proportion changes if he's mm-hmm. got a shirt on or off. Okay, but art style aside, you're 25 episodes in. Yeah, that's all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all right. Okay. Um, <laughs> the reluctance. <laughs> the probably probably uh, the weirdest thing is how fast and loose it plays with like how do I put this reality? In that your main character is twelve years old. There is a point during the hunter exam, which is your first basic arc, where all the main characters run. For more than a hundred kilometers nonstop, yeah, that's so in that, an afternoon. That's per more or less where I stopped in the in the old one because it got to a point where like they meet the fucking kid on the skateboard, <laughs> yeah, and then they're all and then they're that's all, the kid, yeah, yeah. That's I forgot the names, but yeah, and then they're they're running in that big place or whatever. They're they're running down a hallway, a hallway for around. more than an episode, right? And it ends up being like a seven and a half hour, one hundred kilometer run, and. 
the 12 year old gets to the end and goes wow that was refreshing and it's like okay come on we're not on planet saiyan here we're in i don't know where we are we're in some fucking poorly you know how one piece's universe is incredibly poorly defined and it's just like there's islands and there's pirates. Yeah, but it's a world with superpowers and energy in it, so, you know. The weirdest energy. part is that it doesn't like, have superpowers and energy until they run that marathon. And then there are, there's magic. Yeah. Why? Because shut up. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Gone still, like, looks dumb, though. And Discount Kefka is a weird villain. And I know for a fact he does not predate Kefka. Just scrape, just scrape that plate as hard as he can. Or scrape that plate. See what you can get. What's real? Well, you know what's re- you know what's actually really <laughs> sad. Skirt, skirt, you know what's really sad <laughs> is that you look at. So the second arc is uh, Rescue Sasuke. Mm-hmm. It's liter- It's literally identical. Well, it's a tournament, isn't it? No, the tournament's part of the exam. Um, but the second arc is Rescue Sasuke, and the really sad part is that it's more interesting and inventive than the Rescue Sasuke arc, which copies it. Because there's a twist. And it's like, oh, that's actually really interesting. It it has more than me liking Hunter Hunter. It has shown me how much I actually secretly dislike Naruto. By the way, when you're done with Naruto, watch Plague of Gripes's fucking amazing Naruto the self made hypocrite video. I I can I can I already guess what the deal with it is because it's like it's very cl- well. No, he explains everything all the way to the end. But sure, yes, Naruto is a hypocrite because yeah, the hard work absolutely. and how hard work can overcome. Inborn talent, and and meanwhile he's running around with game sharks, and, he, <laughs> and he's just collecting fucking cheat CC codes as the story goes on, and everything he's doing. That's all we're doing in, in the LP room right now is watching like it's like oh yeah you're, you're you're exactly hard work and never giving up and that attitude. Fuck that noise. There's more hacks for you to collect. I was born better is what uh, uh, plague likes to fall on. And my and because I was born better, it allows me to collect more cheat scrolls that you couldn't collect yeah and the more i have the better i am plus i got literal bullshit that allows me to learn things differently from everyone else yeah and fucking uh, assimilate information dif- it's the most hacks bullshit ever it's ridiculous it's absurd how much he goes against its own point yeah that video is, was absolutely like I, I haven't even watched it yet, but I can but tell. But isn't it like secret stuff he didn't know about initially? Yeah, but the later, whereas like yeah. Uchiha like is born with this one thing that everybody knows. Yeah, but he's born better than the Uchihas right off no, the bat. No, I know, but he didn't know that. But the but, but he does, and later he does. But like, but like later. as the world goes on and as information scales outward, yeah, the things that they have specifically the Uchiha shit and Naruto yeah. shit. End up just rising to the top. The other, the other thing because Plague, the world gets filled out beneath them. The other okay. thing that Plague likes to point out is that Naruto believes that hard work can make anyone be a Hokage, but you never once see Naruto study. You of course, you not. don't see him do anything unless it involves no, a it, physical. His talent component. doesn't lie there. You know who actually works hard? Rock Lee rock works hard. He works the hardest. It's the fucking, it's the only character that's actually out there kicking a tree because he's like, I can't do fucking magic, so I'm going <laughs> to kick this kick tree, tree for a long time. And guess yeah, what? Yeah. When you're the tree, you're going down. You know what his magic is? He gets drunk. That's good magic. It's fucking like that dude is actually putting in the work, you know? Mm. Anyway. But yeah, Hunter Hunter's pretty good. But then he gets magic anyway. And uh, I like it. Fuck it. 
I'm still gonna continue to complain though. Um, and uh, what did uh, what did uh, what did one eye patch wolf have to say about? I don't this? know. We'll find out in a few hours, I suppose. Oh, you didn't let him know. No, fuck that. Right away. Fuck that. You didn't jump on the horn immediately. No, fuck you. And tweeting. No. Man. Toot toot. Hey, hey, this is where I'm at. No. Okay. All right. The all, yeah, I I do have some questions, and the number one question is that the power scaling in Hunter Hunter, like you know how One Piece has like the Gomu Fruit rule, and oh I got a weird power, and DBZ has just straight up I I lifted a bunch of rocks, and Hero Academia has basically the One Piece rule of I have a weird power. I have no idea what the fuck it actually is in Hunter Hunter. It is it it appears to be an amalgamation of all anime in which. These kids are assassins, but that one's a mutant. But that guy's 50 feet tall. You know, just like n- nothing. And I don't know what is actually connecting these things. Why does this person have powers? Why is this person super strong? Is it? And I really don't want the answer to be cuz. Because that's going to be cuz. Spoilers. You know, for the end of a multi year long fuck Hunter x Hunter arc. Uh, the the you didn't win smugness coming off of you. Yeah, is I wouldn't pretty, call it smugness. It's pretty. I stayed up later than I should have last night to finish the Killua arc. I think that, but I think the people that wanted your that wanted you dead are like, oh, they wanted me gushing. I it's like it's not satisfying enough. Yeah, yeah. So you're to me, this is a you didn't win off the side of the stage. Yeah, because it's like. Like yeah, this that's it. Okay, all right. Well, so the ultimate here is that once I finish it, apparently it, it, the anime cuts out, but it cuts out at a natural stopping point, and then you can continue the manga until that also stops. Uh, so me being in is one thing. You being in is something altogether different because your annoyance is what created Ipatchwool. A hundred percent, right? A hundred percent. But I always like the, there was like there was even. Whatever the fuck, someone someone was like, like, and it, and, it, and it, it's really this. I think it summarizes almost the entirety of you and me when it comes to these things. But like, someone was getting super upset on Twitter about the fact. What really? I know, I know, no. But there, and, and the thing was about like how um, the things I say about Hunter or whatever were just upsetting and annoying. And like, I, I was, hate the band that you like, right? And it was one of the things where I'm like. So I've always maintained that, like, the old dumb shit I watch from the early version is terrible and awful. Yeah. And the new shit's probably fine. And you were always like, no, nah, that shit's garbage. The whole thing's garbage, too. And I'm like, how is that a more reasonable stance to take? So my, and my, the person was, I don't know if you saw it, yeah. but they were like, it's not more reasonable, but that's why it's easy to dismiss it and laugh it off. Yours is, I'm more reasonable, and that's why it's easier to get upset yeah, and more pissed off at like, what I'm saying. No, because it's a reasonable point of view. I can argue it, but you won't want to do it. Versus, like, your extremities, which Versus are just crazy. like, wow. Ah, Gon's dumb looking. Which lets you get away with horse shit. That's right. And I take flack it's a good plan. for being slightly reasonable. Holy, why do you think I drink the tears? Because it works. <laughs> it's the fi- It's like, are you serious right now? I'm being more reasonable, and thus you're more angry at me? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. You should be more crazy like me. I guess so. Yeah. I guess that's the way. It's helpful. Become a caricature so that it doesn't seem real. But yeah, it's pretty good. I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, it does something interesting, the, like where I'm at right now, where they set a goal for the future. 
You know, not like some nebulous, like, I want to be I'm the top hero, I want to become Hokage. They set a goal f- six months into the character's future. I want to grow my hair really long and awkward and get all buff but wear the same size clothes. That's a goal. Uh, and then they go, okay, well, we'll have to do it then. And it's and it's transitioning into a new arc because they have time to kill. It's very weird. Okay. It reminds me of it's 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 one piece of Naruto so that, to, so together. That's the hunter hunter report to, for this week. I'll okay. be, I'll be back next week when I'm done the series. It's the hunter <laughs> report. How much how much how many episodes? There is are 140. Jesus. Wait, right. is it still ongoing? No. Good. Uh, a combination. So the 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 manga has been compared to Berserk in its hiatus status. Wow. Uh, see, unfor- so here's the thing. Unlike Mura, who gets lazy mm-hmm. or loves to play his MMOs or Love Life or Did whatever. you see that commercial, by the way? I did not. There's this commercial for Berserk returning to manga, and it's like this stupid live-action man, and he's trying to be a live-action Guts. It's hilarious. Uh, so yeah, unlike that, it's because like the Hunter Hunter author is like constantly on the verge of death. Oh right, that's why so, you were making fun about him dying. No, I wasn't making fun of him dying. I'm making fun of his art that he draws when he's dying. Okay. Uh, because of yeah, because of illness and or overwork slash exhaustion. Mm. So uh, I recently found out that um, the giant, if not always ever present, hiatus in Vagabond mm. comes from the fact that. Uh, Takehiko Inoue basically doesn't have it in him anymore. <laughs> that's not but can't what I, you just finish it then? And that's the, not what I want to hear. And the recent arc that's pretty pivotal to the character was not about action. It was about something very boring. And a lot of people didn't like that. And uh, apparently that's led to some problems and stuff. But uh, But ultimately there's a big write-up on how... He was just like, yeah, I can. I've been in these slumps before, and I can tell that when I try to work through them, it just makes the work worse. Mm-hmm. So I have to just wait until I have it in me, and I currently don't have it. And right now, he's like, I think managing a basketball team. So and basically, there was it's the most depressing shit ever. Dreams come true. And so what they did was, if there was a uh, uh, an exhibition where he made a bunch of paintings that are a glimpse into the future of Musashi and Kojiro and it's just like a collection of what would have been the theoretical ending of this story. Oh boy. And it's fucking depressing. I hope within my lifetime that he feels that he No, feels... you hope within his lifetime. So yeah. here's the question that I have for both. both of you because there is precedent for the for both of these situations. We have something like Berserk. We all love Berserk here, right? Now, Mura doesn't have anybody that he really works with or helps him that take on the art. Do it, he know. doesn't have, like, a, a straight-up successor, right? You compare that to, say, I want to say, Naruto and, um, fucking, what's it? DBZ, in which Toriyama doesn't draw Dragon Ball Super with manga. It's a different guy now. It's his, it's somebody who's helped Sheesh. him. Kishimoto handed it off. Boruto is someone yeah. else completely. And it, I remember seeing people that. speculate yeah. that the end of Naruto was also written by the new guy because it, it looks a lot like, more like Boruto. So The end of Naruto was really like the end of Kishimoto because he's like, I don't want to do this. Right. Or, and so you have situations where your art style changes because it's clearly a different person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in some cases, the quality dips. Right. But it, it fucking got made. 
it ended, right? You even have Robert Jordan, whose kid finished it. His mm-hmm. son finished riding the Wheel of Time, mm-hmm. right? They got done. Mm-hmm. And whatever you can say about their quality level, they fucking ended. Does George R. R. Martin have a plan? No. Like, Berserk and Song of Ice and Fire are fucking not going to end. And I mean, maybe Vagabond as well, if you describe it as the author going, I just don't have it in me anymore. I think Martin gave, like, rough summaries to somebody, but it's like, I don't know if they're going to, like, they never said whether, like, he will continue writing it or she will, whatever. He's just like, here's some shit, I don't know. My hope is, is that, um, the, you know how actors will come back after fucking 10 years to reprise the role of a character from 10 years ago or yeah, you know like, what I mean like Kurt Russell coming back to Snake Plissken like 10 like years that or or before sunrise before sunset you know yeah, yeah. after uh, whatever the third one is called mm. right like uh, I hope that that happens where it's like all right so it might take a decade <laughs> but eventually he's like because it's just the story of Musashi and the book of five rings like it's it's a story that is already written told. out, yeah. you know? Um, but the buildup is so good that it would really be a shame for that to just end here. Yeah. And I'm kind of fucking – I'm dying on the line a little bit realizing <laughs> Bless you. that it's never coming out because I think I've been infinitely patient to the point where – the like, like, like You ber- owe this. Berserk delays and whatnot, like, has it always been insane in the way, oh, when's he getting off the boat and all that and, shit, and the right? Berserk delays are so bad that I don't even read Berserk anymore. But that, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, so with Vagabond, it's always just been a, I put it out of my mind, and when one exists, oh, look, a new chapter, hooray life. So it would be better if... if so hearing about this development of as to his mental state... Berserk was just like, hey... Don't expect any. If he never even said this, I probably would have waited five years and went like, oh, hey, cool. Another one's here. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, I'm, like knowing it now makes it hurt more. You know, Saga, they just straight up said, we're going to take like a year break. We're, you're we're, a fucking yeah, saying yeah. you're going to get a new chapter soon. And then eight months later, you get a chapter and then a break for another six months. Like, oh, my God, fuck off. Yeah. I mean, when you've worked like, like, you know, Saga is another example when it's like f- the shit you've built up here is so good. That I don't care. Like, yeah, do what you got to do. You know, make the story close but out. Also, good. finish it. Yes, but I, I, I would rather it finish at the quality that it started at than get it sooner and have it drop in quality. Fair enough. This is the one thing, ironically, that like because I, I prefer the manga like setup with the one author and all that shit compared to like Western comics. But Western comics usually don't have single storylines go on for decades. Nope. So this doesn't really happen. Berserk's been yeah, going but they, on since the fucking 80s. Yeah, but they have the opposite problem, right? <laughs> they have the, like, nothing matters because yeah. every six issues, we flip it, flip it over. Or continue it at least uh, on a, what, I think it's the 10-year sliding scale or 11-year sliding scale. That's uh, 10. Yeah, where you're like, you're going to have a, a bunch of storylines written by different people that ultimately There's advantages don't and really matter. There is, there is, but... I think a coherent story, as much as as much as you can jump in at any point of a story that always doesn't matter, like a soap opera, mm. um, the, you get a more compelling tale out of like continuity over a while. You know, you have chance you have a chance to spend more time with characters and villains and build them up and make but them it's better. Like if characters. there's a ten year gap, I mean, it's fine for someone in the future. 
that can go and like collect everything. But when you're living during these gaps, it's not it's it's not optimal. So like the ultimate, in, not the ultimate, but a, I think a, what sounds to me like an example of like the problem with handing things off all the time in the in the traditional uh, comic structure is a character like Carol Danvers, where God, she's been through a million like incarnations and versions and like people that are looking at the carol danvers now going stop treating her like a hero she's an asshole yeah really she's done super dirt shit I, I really don't, I <laughs> and really everyone's don't like, like but look it's a woman girl power she's cool i really don't like it because when i posted like <laughs> here's the statue of of captain marvel and yeah. i really like it and it was made yeah. during a certain time period and someone yells at me you shouldn't like that character yeah but I'm like, but I like him for what the part I know. Because it's like, it's like, it doesn't matter what she's representing and what yeah, you're yeah, using yeah. her because for now. The, the things the now. that she has done are terrible. Well, yeah, that's a, that's and a like, whole other can of worms. Exactly. These characters are now like, they she, also I, don't exist. Christ, I could say Spider-Man, and there are a, there are actually hundreds of different people that can pop into your mind. There are at least. Six ones popular enough to put into a movie. For My example. favorite Spider-Man is not even Spider-Man. Isn't he though? <laughs> so that's it. I thought he was. And so the fact that the fact that I like, thought he was the real Spider-Man. You know the fact that she's she's coming around now, and especially with the movie, and it's like, yeah, look at this heroic female hero. You know, becoming iconic for these purposes. It's weird and representing movies, these movies are such like lightning rods to make people go like mainstream people like that. They don't read the characters go. Oh, awesome so it's like when black panther comes out black panther's done some shit yeah but, yeah yeah yeah, but yeah, the, yeah, yeah. But the yeah. movie black panther is super cool yeah 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 and no, it's true, just true. it's just there, there's not much you can do to mitigate all this stuff because there's so many writers at so many different times that, that want to take the character so many different black ways. panther's done some shit but also yeah. like he hung out with queen aurora for a while he did he and, did uh... i always thought speedball was a happy-go-lucky guy <laughs> and then people reminded me he's like you yeah! know that he did this yeah i'm like right hey and you Civil know he should be on an episode of edgelords now and i'm like what? Same f- Why? Because I forgot that that he was the kickoff point to like what civil civil war. war. Yeah. You you like your fucking night thrasher? You like your stupid new warriors? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember? <laughs> but that's exactly it, right? As, as like Carol Danvers is now this character where anyone that like comes in sees the new thing that's going on and going like, no, you don't remember what she did, you know, fuck you. And, and it's, and it's hilarious, but that's the, that's the problem with writing a character yeah. over an extended period of time. You know, it's kind of hilarious actually. Um, we need to kill Superman. Well, they did. I know many times made me smile. Yeah. Yeah. Can I feel get a like shitty Superman. I feel like, uh, you know, like that doesn't it doesn't happen with every character, but you definitely, like you said, like Black Panther's done some shit, Cap has done some shit, done some shit, right? Tony's done like everyone. Tony's done some shit. The only person that's never bad is Punisher. Everyone, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Punisher always does the right thing. No, he worked for Hydra too. So everyone has these moments where you're like, you can't fucking dude. Like watching, watching, um, um, Ant Man. Right, and seeing Hank running around doing the Hank in that, mm-hmm. and then thinking about the Hank Pym from the Ultimates is like, fuck, yeah, that asshole oh, is you mean the Peter worst. Hank? He's the worst in the Ultimates, and like, 
Here you're like, yeah, is pretty. He's a smart guy. That's a different universe. It is. It is. Yes, clearly. And he has this. He has a him and and, and Michelle Pfeiffer get to hang out here, and it's all fine and dandy. Yeah. But you just you're just like if you're thinking about this as the same person as that fucking comic, you're like, you know who's always nice? She Hulk. You can't be like She Hulk's done some shit. (laughs) You know. Well, wait, no, someone. No way, she did a bunch of shit too. I forgot. (laughs) Someone's gonna find it. No, she's. I, I, a couple of months ago, at least he was in a savage state and probably did some shit. She okay, wasn't a fun lawyer. Okay, anymore. I'm gonna. You know who's never done no who's shit? Who's done no shit? Groot. Groot's never done no shit. You don't know what kind of horrific tree yeah. crimes he committed. On I his bet. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna hard. Jubilee I'm, probably never did anything. Oh, bad. Jubilee sucks too much. Yeah, but she, I'm gonna go out and say she broke those arcade machines. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say on a branch and say that Groot never did no shit. There's no one that's gonna be mad about Groot. I don't know. I think it's gonna be though. I think I was kind of scared. Okay. Uh, Well, speaking of superheroes, that's it for me. Okay. Did you do any superheroing? Uh, So yeah, I watched Venom and um, I I'm I'm not done Spider Man, but damn. I'm, I I I've entered a a solid like shit's 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 fucking popping off. You're in the third act. Game. Shit's popping off, and it's it's very. You mentioned com- electro, so you're pretty close. It's it's compelling and it's great. And uh, man, yeah, I I won't have much to say until I'm super done. But wow, oh wow, <laughs> is that electro? The best Electro that's ever they been. They do some spectacular work with those boss fights near the end of the game. I feel like they just gave L.I. Joe electricity powers. A little bit, huh? And just went like, yo, L.I. Joe, you want to have electric powers? He's like, yeah, let's it, do this. I want to become pure energy. It's hard to see it, but I have the Spider-Man art book, and they're like, so we felt that Electro's costume was the shits. It was terrible, and we all hated Always. it. Always. But we wanted to put him in there, mm-hmm. so he has the electro mask pattern burned into his skin. Dude. So he has these little, like, skin burns that are in the this stupid star-shaped pattern. And I'm like, that's pretty edgy, but, I mean, Electro, yeah, electro has all the help. Electro is a fucking, like... He's a green and yellow costumed character that shoots lightning blasts out, and I hate him. I mean, Ultimate Electro so was that's, a lot like the Jamie Foxx version where he was just. And also, remember the one in the my mainframe, mainframe, mainframe yeah. yeah, the 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 loser kid that like gets it from the TV and He's stuff, just like pure energy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the so, blue style. They have tried, but I never liked those versions either. So no, he was always not great. Here, he was cool. In like seconds, yeah. in mere yeah. moments after his appearance, man, oh man, is he great! Um, yeah, I, I'll I'll finish it off before you know I say did more. Like, did you like that Halloween mission? I that had that lots was, of villains in yeah, it. That was fun. Um, uh, I so far I feel um, like Mister Negative is handled so well. Yeah, it's great. That um, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing where this goes. But I, I I'll wait for the end. I have one question for you, and just as a yes or no, have you done Mary Jane's final stealth mission yet? Uh, I if you'll know it if you did it. You will know. If, is it the third one? No, I think it's the fourth. It's one. It's not the one in the in the in the public building. No, then I guess I okay. Haven't. All right, get back to us when you have, because yeah. that is. I'll probably finish it off next time. One of um, the, the mission itself is quite yeah, dull, but yeah, yeah, yeah. what uh, you find in it is not. Yeah, let me let me just you know. Um, so that's going on. Uh, there's a uh, another shmup that 
was uh, more shmups. Yeah, well, shmup god Pat was like, "Yo, popped Slap a little something down. over my way," and I was like, "Oh yeah, I caught, I heard you of that." Fits so many shmups inside this woolly zero gunner. Um, is is what it's called, and it's fucking incredible. It's one of the best new like shmups and yeah, like this. games that I, I've seen in a while. Uh, it's the one that has Triumph or Die in the. Um... No, that's the. Devil no, that was that. Sorry, you're right. That was Devil, Devil Engine. Uh, Zero Gunner is fucking cool, man. Um, it is just fast paced. It's horizontal. It is doing all kinds of references. Wait, to... are you talking about Zero Gunner Special Forces, the helicopter game? No. Okay, because that's that appears to be from the '80s. That's no, not... it's a Dreamcast game. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I am talking. Well, this is where it gets confusing because I'm I'm looking up Zero Gunner and I'm getting a goddamn Dreamcast game. Oh shit! Okay, hold Might on a been. second. Um, hmm. Let me see if I can find this out for you correctly. Are you sure it's called Zero Gunner? I might be wrong. Are you sure it's not the game someone mentioned to me last week called Zero Ranger? It's Zero Ranger. It's okay. Zero Ranger, not Zero Gunner. I made a mistake. Zero Ranger is fucking great. Now I will look this up. And, um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just confirm here. Because... Alright, well, I hit images and got uh, the Green Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad thing to get. Uh, anyway, uh, it's fast-paced. It's, it has a lot. It has lots of references to previous shmup games. Um, there's these little bosses you fight that are like... like uh, Character that are ships from older like legendary. Oh, this looks games. classic as shit. Yeah, oh, it's vertical. It's fast paced. It has a really great. Um, it has a really great like continue system continue. where like it's based on the points you build up in your current run. Hmm. Um, I'm not seeing a lot of green and orange. There's a yeah. In fact, green orange is like the name of a thing in that. Huh. Uh. No, you see, the problem is when I type in Zero Ranger, uh, Google autocorrects it to Zeo Ranger. Why, why would it correct it to something that's not really a word? Yeah, so you have to delete the space, I suppose, between the two. Um, but in any case, uh, why would, why is it do your so... Best, do your best. I'm sorry, I'm trying to pull this up while I'm talking. And it's, it's just, giving you the troubles? Yeah, because I'm just typing... I type the word in, and then I type Steam, and then it's like, nope, nothing there. And I'm like, why are you doing that? I typed in Zero Ranger on Google and just got a Steam page. I also got... The the very first result is the final boss fight on uh, YouTube. There we go. All right. That's how it happened. So, um... Yeah, it, it has it has a, a really creative system of, like, unlocks and stuff like that. Uh, it has also, like, a fun intro sequence that, like plays with it, it just it, it's it's an, an intro that's kind of interactive okay. i'll put it that way okay when you um, say it's got unlocks what are you unlocking ships you're unlocking weapons you're unlocking uh so far not ships but just like uh, uh weapons and abilities and like as you progress you kind of like pick your upgrade path mm -hmm. and uh it feels like you kind of build towards one or another and like you can you can uh uh Per, you can unlock things that will continue into your next run Ooh, that looks cool. effectively. So, yeah, it's just – it's one of the best fucking shmups I've played in years. It's super good. Um, Zero Ranger is what that's called. And and, and it, it, it's reigniting all kinds of fucking love. And like – and I and I hate to always reference and compare things to Ikaruga, but 
But you'll do it anyway. I'll do it when it when it's good, it's good. And when I feel it, I feel it. And this makes me feel all kinds of things like that. And there's lots of like things happening that are that feel referential, you know? So um it's kinda like when I was playing Nier and I was like, Hey, that feels like a big Ikaruga you're doing right there. And then after a while, like the interview came out where they're like, Yeah, we did we, we did a big Ikaruga. we did a big Ikaruga and I was like, Oh, okay. Cool. Good. Good, good. Um so that's yeah, that's time well spent. Um, and, uh, I guess speaking of near, like, uh, yeah, so I've been, uh, uh, outside of the LP, just putting in, like, sort of casual time. Side quest time. Side quest time, you know, running around in it and stuff. And, um, that, like, that's one of the most interesting things I feel like, cause I, to, you know, I, I haven't. Yes, ta- that game is interesting. The, the, I mean, I'm not going to talk about anything plot wise and whatnot, you know, for spoiler sakes and the LPs out there, check it out. But the combat is really like deceptively complex in the same way that Revengeance is, in the same way that Bayonetta is at first, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so Bayo, you started and you're like, oh, okay, I see what's going on here. You just put a punch and a kick button. Mm -hmm. And then, like, it's like, nope, you equip to each one, you have dodge offset. And you're building a whole system of of combos around using these two, mm-hmm. and then wicked weaving yeah. when you want to. Oh my god, that's huge! Plus the move set changes once you equip the same thing to your feet, right? Which I remember uh, James Small was like, "You can do what?" That's my that's my de facto go to memory of someone like finding out about Bayonetta. Yeah. Uh, and so, and, and, and I feel like Revengeance as well. You're like, oh, we took dodging away. We all, all that's all gone. Now there's just a simple parry. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards you kind of slash and whatnot. And you're like, okay, cool. But then you do it and you're like, oh, there's a lot more going on Absolutely. here. Absolutely. You know? And, and I feel like Near Automata is like a mastery of that same idea. And, and Platinum has always been really good, but the evolution of their gameplay is them finding ways to make the game more simple on the surface mm-hmm. and more complex as you dig. I did not find it to be nearly as complex even after digging as the two games that you mentioned. I found it to be uh, significantly more complex than say like, you know, obviously things like Transformers and fucking... Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, obviously because they had more time in the engine and in, in, the, in the oven and whatnot, yes. But I was surprised. I thought... I, I get, the reason why I bring those up is because I th- felt like after playing it the first couple times... It was comparable to those games, mm-hmm. like Transformers and Korra. Oh, that's what you mean, right? I thought it was. This is character action. I, easy, I would, I would light-ish. put it. I would put it alongside something like Revengeance. And it's, um, it's not Bayo. It's not Bayo for sure, but it's way more than I thought. Once you work in the uh, the pod customization, right? Like your wire ability, mm-hmm. basically being your reverse snatch. Yeah. Um. Your your uh, self destruct cancels mm-hmm. and uh, tap delay combos the ta- the taunt system things like that like I was surprised with how much variation came out of that stuff and uh, I mean it is a platinum game it is I don't mean to be dismissive but what exactly did you expect? never loses its luster as the game went on mm-hmm. and like more of those things opened up mm-hmm. systems that were initially quite simple, you know, even your pod system. Yeah. Right. Like based on how it worked in the first game with, with um, the book, with the book, with the grimoire, uh, with Weiss, you kind of have an expectation of how it's going to play out here. And it ends up being way more complicated than Weiss was. Mm-hmm. And it ends up being way more 
open and, and allows and, and like you know while I was experimenting with that stuff and then uh, someone sent me some like things to play around with like combo video stuff almost and I was like okay let me take it down to the Coliseum and just like yeah all I'm trying to say is fucking good on platinum for like finding a way to like hide that and have it be in there in a way that I feel you you get there by spending more time and by um you know like different playthroughs opening up different avenues probably the most interesting part of all of that is actually at a relatively low base level one of the characters loses access to their y button attack yeah and i went oh fuck yeah now i don't have my heavies it's like no actually you keep your heavies it just changes from a different button press to a hold mm-hmm. which means that it is more difficult, and some things are not actually possible anymore. But some but things you, are a cakewalk. You do actually retain mo- the vast majority of your moveset and gain a completely new side ability well, yeah, instead. Yeah, you, 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 you lose your heavy attack, and you gain the heaviest possible attack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, I think that uh, after this game, I'm going to be ruined on dodges because <laughs> there has never been more precision and control in a dodge system than fucking the way it feels to dodge in, in near Automata. Really? It, it didn't stand out to me compared to, say, like, a, a Bayo. It is so tight, and the speed at which you can control it and make circles around bullets mm-hmm. with extreme precision Well, is going back be to Dumb May Cry is going to be rough because we're going back to the old dodge system. Oh, Ooh. that's fine. That's fine. You know, But DMC is heavier. Than say near is, but but yeah, I guess but near uh, is rather DMC. Um, to to me, my brain goes yeah, but you're just roll and jump, you know. Like I, I'm just, it feels like my brain wants to do different things in that because I've I've okay, you know. I, I I feel like I can distinguish between the two, you know, in the in a way that like Bayo was definitely like no, keep your hand on that dodge button because you want to fucking bat t- which time it. <laughs> That reminds me of, actually, one of the things they added to Odyssey, which I'm, I was shocked when I did it. If you dodge at the last second, you activate Greek time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, it's super cool. And the other thing, of course, being with the chipset, right, you can change out however you want to fucking yeah. uh, run your character. And I'm running, as you can imagine, parry heavy. So, you like, your defense. I put in a counter plus six. And I'm just and I'm just like watching things melt where I'm like, oh, I can forget my dodge button now because while I'm comboing and I see the like the revenge style wind up and then the red glow Mm -hmm. before the enemy attacks and just bam, undo that, you know, so and you're, you're instead of doing your dodge time, you're getting fucking damage off of that parry. So, yeah, fucking just kudos, I guess. I, I, you know what I mean. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll, I'll definitely uh, have more, a ton more it's to a, say. It's a great game about the story once that's wrapping up. Where are you at, Ish? Uh, I'm in. I'm. I'm towards the end of playthrough C. You're, you're getting. There. I'm getting there. You're getting there. Yeah, yeah. Effectively, what's going to need to happen is uh, a little bit of some closure and then some some um, loose ends. Yeah, you know. You're gonna you're you're about to hit and the point. DLC you're about to hit the point where you're gonna be really happy you played near. Mm. Like real happy. I'm already really happy with the tie-ins. There's there's some context people. Oh yeah. That you like you see them and you talk to them once and you're like, oh thank God. Yeah. I played that game. So the the mo- yeah, actually <laughs> I was so the moment that context people started being relevant, 
like seconds before that, I was practically like yelling at Liam, going, "Oh my god, you can't sandbag this! I refuse. They're too important. I refuse to be sandbagged." And then the game was like, "Hey man, we yeah, know. know." And I was like, "Ah, dear, why you gotta make me cry?" Yeah, that's pretty good. So that was great. Um, hey man, Jojo, what's up? That so I need to go back and look at chapter one. I don't remember that much of Giorno's fucking abs being visible in that many scenes. Oh, you're crazy. Oh, are they? T- it's it's. You're nuts if you don't. Because I thought they that. were turning it up for that. You're anime. miss. You're getting less because you're missing the chapter covers, uh, which have Gold Experience groping up on him super hard. Well, we're gonna get like those, a Janet uh, Jackson cover. We're gonna get those as episode ends. I imagine. Just I'm like hoping. I'm hoping we find ways to work him in. Because they're the best. Boy, I forgot I forgot some of the choice lines in that first episode of I can put anything I want in your mouth. It's really it's I, I the pacing is going way faster than I thought, but considering the episode count, yeah. it makes sense. They're gonna yeah, have to squeeze have a lot. To. Right? Also, considering what actually happens in that first little bit, like it makes sense. It's just the moments that I that are big moment panels. Like oh yeah, that would only be like two or three seconds long. So it's I just that it's a full page in the yeah. In the so I expected like Leaky Eye Luca to be most of the first episode, and then the little you know the little tag at the end with um, Bruno um, is coming. No, no, no. I didn't. Ex- <laughs> I didn't expect to see Bruno at all in the first episode. Yeah. I thought we were going to end before that, mm. and then like we went that's the fall the first chapter into that. So it's yeah. moving at a breakneck pace, which is good. Uh. <laughs> The tie-ins, it's so funny how it's like the tie-ins with part four and stuff where you're like, here's the passing of the baton, you know? It's, From the three to the four to the five. And in the case of three to four, like, characters like like Jotaro sticks around to be relevant and then it's kind of like, yeah, all right. hang out in my room all day reading about dolphins. Type of shit. <laughs> and, like, this time around, the baton is, like, passed and when Giorgio, when uh, Giorno looks back to see who passed it to him, there's no one there. They're, they're, they're fading away. <laughs> they're, it's already gone. The baton just just lands in, and they're like, "All right, the baton cam- just came via mail." The camera's tied to you now. Mm. <laughs> Cameraman's like, "I can't, I can't stop looking at this fella." So far, it's really Italian. So yeah. far, it's really, really colorful. Yeah, it is. Lot, hugely like pastel almost. So far, it's great. Yep. Um, I hope that, I hope that the voice actors they pick for these characters mm-hmm. are based on the ones we got in the games. Yeah. Because I feel like those, they, they nailed, good. they really nailed them. I was worried about a couple and they nailed them really good. And they said that they allow, they don't, once the, the game, the voice actors from the games aren't shoo-ins for the roles, but they, but they're like, you can definitely re-audition. In the running. You can re-audition. For the character in the show is how mm-hmm. they how they let it happen, and uh, so far so good, so far so good. But I'm the only thing I'm mm-hmm. disappointed about in the first episode is that we didn't get because uh, we see Gold Experience being renamed into Golden Wind, yeah. so that shit continues. It has to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am excited for the line reading of Zipperman. Yeah. As the one uh, probably going to be the most ridiculous one so far. No. So far, so because well, bad company to worse company is outrageous. Halfway through, we're gonna get some way funner ones because the up because the, the names are gonna get more contemporary as we go. Yeah, 
Notorious B.I.G. Exactly, era. exactly. That's, like that's Metallica and Black Sabbath are in So I'm, I'm waiting for Notorious B.I.G. What the fuck is that even going to be? It's great is what it is. It's really, really I was great. trying to workshop it the other night. It was like infamous, infamous large. My stand infamous large will get you. They could probably get away with just going Biggie Smalls. Big Papa. Ah. Big Papa. You know, they could, like, if they wanted to go, like, what, lean into it and rename it according to the reference as opposed to according to what it, the character is. But, yeah, we'll see. Intercourse gun, Christopher. <laughs> also, if, if SCDC is different enough from ACDC, then, like, why can't you just spell out things? Because SCD, they actually, they did a decent job. Sometimes he actually says SCDC. Instead of ACDC. Or okay, whatever. so just call him Big Notoriety. Sure. <laughs> Large. <laughs> and you call it a day. It's um, just extra wild because you can hear, the, you can fucking hear their words coming out of their mouths. Gold experience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, partially related, they like came to some conclusion about all that Friday the 13th Right shit. Yeah. The writer owns everyone mentioned in the first movie, but nothing afterwards, so he doesn't own the hockey mask. Whoops. But we own the hockey mask. But do you own the name? Is he going to be called Basin Borges? What the- <laughs> it, it's so confusing. Wait. Aspects of the character are not owned? So the argument was... I don't own... How does that I happen? I didn't write any of the movies that had a hockey the mask. The writer it, so of I don't the own- first movie is suing over the rights to Jason Voorhees, but he was never involved in any way with any movie that had Jason and a hockey mask, right. which is what people think of as the character. He owns a mutated so, lake child. So he can take the name away. But so a killer, ba- thus Basin Borges. But a killer in a hockey mask. Yeah, I don't get that. The hockey mask killer from hell, Basin. <sighs> Could they argue that Jason is a common name and that many people? Yeah, but Borges sure is. No, it isn't. So if they if they just legally had to call him Jason from then on, yeah. Oh well, you just can't use the name Borges. Yeah, yeah fine. you own you own his mom. Yeah, she's pretty cool as a killer's old lady. She's fine. That's weird. It is weird. Oh, man. Okay. Let's take a quick word from our sponsors. Let's do that. This week, the podcast is sponsored by Audible. Hey, Audible. What's up? Audible. It's been a little while. If you're listening to a podcast, that means that you've got ears and headphones, possibly. Yep. And found time. I like that term. I do like that. Found time is really good. Found time is what you refer to when you're going about your day and you're doing otherwise mundane tasks. Well, suddenly, if you weren't listening to anything at that time, you can listen to us. Or you can listen to an audiobook. So if you've got more time in your day, there's no better place to listen than Audible. Because uh, now the Audible members get even more exclusive audio fitness programs, audiobooks, Audible originals, and more. Uh, they've got the largest selections of audiobooks on the planet. And now with Audible originals, it's gotten even more large with custom content made just for members. Every month, Audible members get one credit good for any audiobook they choose, huh. plus two Audible originals from a changing selection that you can't get anywhere else. You get access to audio fitness and health workouts created exclusively for Audible. And the books are yours to keep, of course. You can go back and re-listen at any time, even if you cancel your membership. Jeez. If you didn't like your audiobook, exchange it, no questions asked, and no trees murdered for your entertainment 
That's the important part. Because they're going to get the revenge someday, so you might as well stop. Yeah, like they're happening. Today, like Paper right cuts. Yeah. Paper cuts are just the beginning. There's the... Hurts a lot. It's the worst. My I, my phone never cut me. Audio never cut me. I mean, if you turn the volume up loud, if there's I mean, it could damage your yeah. ears, yeah, and the, like, yeah it sure can. And if the if the audiobook had jump scares, that might like hurt. That that is but what they, a jump scare is almost. <laughs> it's a lot of audio, but but they don't. Okay. Uh, thankfully, good. So that's good. So you can start your 30 day trial, and your first audiobook is free. Go to audible.com slash best friends, all one word, or text best friends to 500500. That's A U D I B L E dot com slash best friends, all one word, or text best friends to 500 500. You can do it with audiobooks. Thanks, Audible. Thanks, Audible. Thank you. Let's check out the news. Hey, Devil May Cry stuff happened this week. You want to talk about Devil May Cry? This will be the fourth week in a row. <laughs> they're doing a good job with the way hey, they're rolling this stuff out. To be fair, this only happens once in our lives. That's true. Or five times. but once, Four times. This is the first time it's happened on camera. Yeah, first time. So Where it's just like, give me more DMC news in my mouth. Devil May Cry news coming out and being exciting from week to week is a, is a limited time frame in yeah. the grand scheme of things. Enjoy it now. Um, While well, last. Apologies to Tirzu for what he had to sit <laughs> oh. through. It's like he, but that now was, he's interested in Devil May Cry, I bet. No. <laughs> It was a. It was He's a. It was a rough week. It was a rough week to, to to sit on through because man, were we excited for Devil May Cry? Oh, well, we're gonna get even more inside baseball now, and we're not gonna not talk about Devil May Cry. Get the fuck out of here! Devil so, May Cry weapons sh- showed up at New York City Comic Con. We finally understand what all those bullshit Buster Arms are about. I'm just gonna keep calling them Buster Arms. I know they're breakers, but whatever, Devil Breakers. Okay, so one. Walking through, uh, so there was a New York Comic Con is going on or went on, and there was a um, a an exhibition where they broke down some of the different abilities that the uh, the, the special collector's edition Devil Breakers are. Devil Breakers are exactly like the Mega Man's. So uh, so Gerbera is the the normal hand that you know you got the the. the context palms yeah. and whatnot. Instead, now you have an extra movement option, I believe. Yeah, so the Gerbera GPO-1, which is named after Gundam GPO-1. What? Fucking hence the color scheme being Gundam-esque, yeah. right? With the red and the white trimmings. Uh, it, and it, yeah, it just in neutral, it lets you attack up or down directly mm-hmm. as opposed to uh, straight, straight in front forward. of them. So it's just, it's a, it's, it's a not ver- better. It's just different. It's functionally different, exactly. Yeah. And because if you get stuck with it, you just have to learn how to work them all. Yeah. I like how this is kind of like a thing, right? You're like, all of these are going to be things you have to learn how to use. Yep. Because you might have them for a minute, such as the pasta breaker. The pasta breaker is the fork that basically is made for him eating his food, and it's not very strong. However. When you have it on your slots, it allows you to select your Devil Breaker. Which none of the others allow you to do. you just got to deal with what you got. So you sacrifice a slot. However, it lets you rotate as you want. Nico cobbled it together with a bunch of bullshit lying around. You know what else got cobbled together from a bunch of bullshit? Sweet Surrender. The vibration arm for Kyrie. Sweet Surrender. Which has a health regen. So that's what it is. When you put Sweet Surrender on, besides the vibrator for Kyrie... It is uh, it is a passive heal that does nothing, but you can rock it while you use your Red Queen and the rest of your abilities, 
and you'll passively get life back. I or how, you can burst it for a big heal. A big heal. I wonder how much how fast it's going to go. I Probably don't imagine. Probably not very fast. Not very fast. No. Probably like DT DT speed. Yeah. Like three DT speed. Slow. Okay. Yeah. Not one. That'd be fucking busted. Yes, it would. It would make things a lot easier. Yeah. And last but not least is uh fucking what was the, the Mega Buster. The Mega Buster, which is it shoots gun. It's a gun. Oh also uh there's Cavalier R. Which is very interesting. It only has one new move and it has different looks, but it completely removes all of Dante's super armor on the entire weapon. So you get a you know, a palette swap version, if you would. It's possibly way worse. Or the way better, depending on the move. Yeah. Right? But all of this, is, as you can see, these are, like, they're deluxe edition busters, so they shouldn't be... They're all weird and offshoots. But they shouldn't be expressly better than having them yeah. or not having them, you They're know? just interesting or yeah. different. Rebalances. But who cares about that shit? You see Dante's new fucking weapons? Dante's got new weapons. Cerberus is back! Cerberus... That's not new, but it's new. Oh, no, but it no, is! Cerberus is oh, now... Oh, it is! Yeah, yeah, Cerberus right. is now what it should have been, so that three-headed pupper... Now has three forms. Obviously, one's the ice nunchucks. Yeah, one is a light. Is my favorite weapon. In one DC is a favorite. fire bow staff, and and then the other is a lightning form. It's a lightning chain. Lightning chucks. Right. And is it is it a two is it two section when it's in lightning form? No, it's 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 still three. It's three. Okay, so only the bow staff is the three section staff. Can it, like no, the bow staff is a single. Rod. They all they all ridge it up. No, no. Yes, but I mean three section staff. Like blah. It makes me. It's like you're putting the three together and they're becoming that yeah. form, right? Whereas uh, the nunchuck, it's it's them assembled around the ring. But the fire, not the fire, the lightning and the ice forms are both three. Yeah. They're so okay. So it doesn't actually have a difference between those two yeah. forms. Okay. Uh, so that's fucking cool because it's weird that one that, weapon is now three weapons. But that's what it should have been. You know what I mean? It's a three-headed fucking no, dog. No, it was supposed to be fancy nunchucks. No, but it's a three-headed dogger. So yeah, it's a three-headed nunchuck. So this makes perfect sense that it would be that. But also, fuck that. Faust hat. Faust hat. So you get to rock one of those, you know, the Fausts in DMC4. They're the assholes with the, like, Bloodborne hats that they float around and they're super durable. So now you can rock one of those yourself. It is a white cowboy hat with evil little eyes that gives you a big sparkly red scarf with sparkles on Jeez. it. Which is not... Completely unlike the Faust's body itself. But more importantly... It lets you fucking Jojo your shit. Much more importantly than even that. Dante is not a flamboyant cowboy. No. I saw a tweet last week, and I believe it, that this is a direct response to that hilarious You think this is a direct response? Shit. Dante is not... You think- a flamboyant gay cowboy. Oh, isn't he? Okay. Look at this. Don- we gave him a cowboy hat, and he does little dances and poses and shit. It's so precise that it kind of has to be Dante being a gay cowboy. I think that's kind of what they want. Yeah. Nothing like having, like, ire for the people you hired to make a game for you. Well, he the, said the it's people- one of his favorite DMCs. Yeah. Right? I know, but still. It, like, but so- also, the people working on DMC are not the people who hired that team to work on Devil May Cry. True enough. So like It he- was Inafune. You know, Suno literally was... Ah, uh, that makes more sense now. <laughs> uh, he, he literally said, like, that, that DMC, Devil May Cry, is one of his favorites, <laughs> and... They also said the team wanted to make DMC 2 instead of DMC5, and Capcom said, fuck you. Yeah, wow. 
in that same interview, wasn't aware yeah. that. he said the team was originally thinking about making DMC 2, like DMC Devil May Cry 2. Jesus Christ. But then the the, the wigs up in the big, they were like, Get, shut up. Okay. Make a fucking sequel. <laughs> Thank God. And for- then they were all like, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for big wigs then. Yeah. The guys so, that initiated it to begin sometimes with. Sometimes the, the smart people can be wrong. Or they can just have ears and hear the yelling. Yeah. Um, but but uh, <laughs> all that to say that, like, yeah, so Faust Hat is possibly a massive form of shade yes. being thrown at uh, Ninja Tam. We also have Balrog, which is the punchy, kicky uh, Ifrit gloves and feet. The woolly weapons. The woolly weapons. Um, yeah. Oh, they don't have any gameplay with it. Okay. They, do. they do, but they're, they're like... They're, which, there's a real theme with a bunch of Dante's weapons in this game where they are multiple weapon sets in one weapon. Like, you switch between punches and kicks. You it, switch between the different types of Cerberus weapons. It just makes me happy. So, Dante, they they talked about this. You can set his loadout however you want. You're allowed to have as many swappable items. So, ostensibly, you could have Rebellion, <laughs> Sparta... Balrog with two forms, Cerberus with three forms, and Cavalier with two forms, all on the wheel at once. Yeah. That's... Dante has always been about having it all. Now, having all of that feels... is probably unmanageable. But you could if you wanted. Dante's, Dante's always been about having it all, you know? Um, and This doesn't even necessarily mean this is the end of his, like, moveset. At the end of the day, though, <laughs> to work that in, you don't – the thing with Dante is all that freedom is not – it's all for style. It's not for necessity. No. Your rebellion is enough. But certain enemy types sometimes do require you Absolutely. to switch to certain things, right? Because, you know, like there's enemies that in, in 4 that are like, oh, yeah, this is made for – Nero. Nero. And if you're not Nero, then you got to fucking figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um – and yeah, Cats Cavalier R, and then the, all the other shit. There you go. So fucking, yeah, man. This feels like the convention blowout of most of Dante's stuff, so that the next time they show the game, they can talk all about V. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And V's weird shenanigans. I uh, and and the the drip feed for this game is like just move set drip feed, mm-hmm. which is like. So the games don't do that. Yeah, you games want, haven't done this in a while, and the fact that they're doing it means they know what we want, and it makes games, me really happy. Maybe, but that's not fair. To but then say. they just do a stream and they show you what the characters' yeah, yeah, functions yeah. are. You know, you know we're s- getting move set drip feed. You man, want to hear something really wild. They also showed off the introduction to the game, which looks great. But it has Nero say something very bizarre to Nico. Uh, her name is Nico Goldstein. I yep. think. Um, so how do you feel about saving the guy who killed your dad? Because apparently her dad is Agnes from DMC4. Bug Doctor. Fucked Nell Goldstein? No, her dad. That would be his mom. Wait. Her grandma made Ebony and Ivory. Her grandma is Nell. Yes. Her dad is Agnes. Oh. So her kid... Got into the demon crap. Nell's kid fucked Agnes. And that's where Someone's she came from. A... That's weird. Or should I say weird? 
for, for the sake of my research. Uh, fuck that guy. Also, but yeah, he's a big nerd, remember? Yeah, and that all, <laughs> well, also think about how fucking, like, casually he fucking gets it from Dante. Yeah. Like, that's gonna be weird. Yeah. Unless she hated him or she something. She hated him just like Lady did. Hated just Lady and Lady and, yeah. 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 It's, Probably. It's that. Uh, no, she even says it in the cutscene. She's like, whatever, he left me and my mom to be evil. Oh, perfect. Okay, yeah, makes so, sense. Yeah, Good. Fine. That's a, why, ugh. Everyone has to be related why? in the series. Why tie that in? Everyone has why to not? be the son or the daughter or the former lover or the fucking dad of somebody in this series. Because Devil May Cry is about family. It is, actually. It is. Game. But it's like the person who made Ebony and Ivory's kid hooked up with the guy who obsessed over Yamato. And then it's what's fine. the point of that? Plot wise, it's you know, fine. so that it, it's the family. It's it's, it's it, it. I I don't I don't like when like the tiny concentric circles of connections get smaller and smaller and, and smaller and to smaller. the point where you can't possibly make them any tighter. There are know? no new characters in Devil May Cry. Even Nero is just Virgil too. I mean, really, he's now now he's not even wearing red anymore. All right. If if V turns out to just be like fucking, you know who else he kind of looks like. Lady, if V turns out to just be like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking Agnes's kid too. No, he's gonna be. You didn't he's mention. gonna be Lady's uh, younger lady's, brother. Lady, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, something. no, not Agnes. Sorry, I'm, I'm Arkham. Yeah, I'm just Arkham's kid. Watch I was also. Yeah, was you didn't me. mention it. Yeah, no. Don't worry about it. Yeah. She was. Ba- thinking, he banged my mom on the way to the Tamina Grew with, uh, with the Virgil. And then, 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 then Lady, they, they had a pit stop over in, in Fortuna. I'm the same age as Nero. <laughs> there's a there's a flashback. We yeah. can walk. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. Fucking full fuck. Fucking Arkham, Virgil, and and Agnes hanging out of the fucking titty bar, saying we should get some hookers. Bam, 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 boom. New generation. And then if, if any of those characters hooks up with anyone else, then we just got one big family. Yeah. The family's bigger now. Hey, so um. <laughs> I don't know Families may cry. if this is relevant to you, Matt, or maybe you'd know, but that, that killer puzzle yeah. game is coming to Switch. Which killer puzzle game? Friday the 13th killer puzzle. That's Which means, so goddamn Does that weird. mean that Matt is coming to Switch? Yeah, that's a yeah, good question. Yeah, possibly. I'm somewhere in there. But it's a, I've seen some people going, why the fuck can you do this? It's so confusing. Why can you release this with this lawsuit going on? I don't know. They 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 tricked them and they hit it. Maybe because this what this game was made for iOS before this lawsuit became a thing. So maybe that's a loophole. We're just porting it. We're not making anything new. But who knows? I don't know. But yeah, maybe if if the, all the guest characters are there, then you get mad up. Switch. All you get is like a million uh, Jasons. There's like mm. twelve different Jason skins, and everyone else is like guys you just kill. But. It's cool. It's a really good, really fun puzzle game. Like I recommend it. Like it worked great on the Switch. Like they their other game, um, uh, Slayaway Camp, is the exact same thing. It's just mm. fun, gory, cute puzzler. So I'm glad it's getting a little bit more uh, out there. But yeah, dude, sorry. I, There's a family we forgot. Yeah, I, I'm. Also <laughs> yeah, no, for real. There's another I'm family. So, I'm really sorry, but the whole time we were talking about this, like, I'm uh, thinking about I'm thinking about Arius, and I'm thinking about Lucia, fucking Lucia, and her gra- and her Lucia. grandma. Well, you know, Lucia's probably in the game, right? Of course. Yeah, we that, talk, okay, yeah, we, we talked about that. We talked about that. We only talked about this. Yeah, the somewhere lipstick. else. The lipstick. There's a monster that 
has a weird lower face that looks just like Lucia's face. She's got the same lipstick. And, and Trish and Lady apparently get eaten by bosses. And, and then they get barfed out afterwards. So what if Lucia's just there? And, and which, which, which would then mean that, like, her grandma... Who fought alongside Sparta? Yeah, is fucking. There's another family you gotta fuck tie into the whole shit. Could you imagine if they just brought Lucia in and he's like, "Oh man, I was really down when we when I last saw you," and she's like, "Yeah, you're really moody." I mean, to be honest, <laughs> I'm waiting for the name drop of Uruburos Corporation. Oh fucking that thing's dead. Like, are they ever gonna even bother? You know? No, you know what I'm waiting for? Yeah. For one of the bosses to be Trismegion, to be Bulwark or Trismegion, uh, which are the two actually cool bosses from that game. The one thing they're gonna have to acknowledge is is um the 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 main demon. What's his name? Uh, uh, the uh spare body. Like the, the the one that Dante drives into Hellfire. Uh, for. Um, what's the guy's name? I uh, he fights the despair embodied after beating Argosax. Argosax, Argosax, yeah. yeah, but he kills it. But then He's it opens dead. up the portal. No, no, he kills Argosax, and then uh, the despair embodied comes out of Argosax, and then he kills the despair embodied, and he rides into hell. And goes, Yahoo! I'm gonna ride into hell and kill all the demons, and that's the last time you see him. Do it like his daddy did. Yeah. So you mentioned Inafune before, and just thinking about DMC and like seeing the screen screenshot that's always on the TV, it's like. Inafune really held the company back. He almost for ruined a generation. Capcom. Yeah, everything that we have complained about is, Capcom in the past five years was you can trace back to Inafune. Inafune or lasting effects, even after he stopped making these decisions, like they rippled throughout the company for I don't, a long time. So the thing that, but the thing with it that's that's like. Yeah, it's the. I guess you can debate it, but it's like turning to the West wasn't universally an awful idea. But for a lot of properties, it didn't work. Ninety nine percent of the time, it was. It were it, in a lot of cases, it didn't work out. But like, which one did it work out in for Capcom? Uh, Strider. Continue. Uh, by, was that by, after? Fire on a commander. It worked out well once. Was Fire on a commander rearms. When did he actually leave? Fire on a commander rearms too. Okay. Continue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, so yeah. Three, I, I don't know if it's the rippling small effect. Small scale downloadable games is what you're saying. Yeah. Also, though, I just like I also think that like um, Dead Rising Two, I guess the willingness to no, to work on a global scale is also like yeah, that's I think good. a good thing. For a company, it, it is, but it's more than that. It's like, but a lot of let's it didn't work. Also, out. reboot these things, yeah, which is actually yeah, no, the main problem. So there's a lot going on well, outside the main of is the game is not being good, but like the main, like a secondary problem is let's make DMC, let's make a horrible yeah. version of Red Spencer. Well, the other thing Le- is- like let's trust a Western company is not a bad thing to me. No, that, but that, no, that should no. be like it, it was you know Inafune's particular desires fed into Capcom's long-standing idiocy, which is this game sold five million copies. What a disappointment! And Inafune goes, you know how it would have sold ten million, like the Call of Duty. If Ninja Theory made it, okay. Well, he wasn't the only one on that ridiculous. No, board of but he was. He was the person in control. There was a lot. There that. was. There was a whole lot of people on that fucking board that made that same stupid statement. It reminds me of uh, Square Enix a little while ago when Bravely Default did well and Octopath did well, and they're like, "Oh, it turns out people really like traditional Japanese games." It took in, a while for the, them to in remember the that. West. Yeah, it took a while to remember. Shocker, that. but it's like. Everyone was like all all of Japan was seeing like a huge downturn in business in terms of like, you know, games being sold or whatever. And it's like, what's sold the most? RE five. 
a game that you guys made what sold the worst, not the worst, but like fucking Operation Raccoon City was like one of the biggest misfires Resident Evil could ever do. It's because you're looking at the, the yeah, because because it's it's that yeah. it's the, I mean we we've talked about it till we're blue in the face, but you know. The analysis of the video games industry and going, look at all this money in the CODs, look at all this money in... The blops. The blops, and <laughs> why can't we get part of that money? What do we need to do? Well, the money's in our industry, why can't we have well, some? Fun fact, so then money. you're like, let's... Not no. even the blops is getting that money anymore! Well, then let's turn what we have into the blops or the COD and hope that it works. That money's not yours. So here's the you thing. Know, never get that. Here's the thing. Never gonna get it. Never gonna enough. get it. Never gonna get it. We are now <laughs> old enough to have seen this for every fad genre that has literally ever existed in video games. It has now been going longer than it hasn't. Yeah. No, I'm talking uh, the Atari. I'm talking ripoffs of Pac-Man. I'm talking shit like that. That, hey, guess what? It's not Pac-Man. Nothing was ever going to be Pac-Man, except maybe Ms. Pac-Man. No, I'm not when, talking about the Atari version of Pac-Man. Well, when the, when, the, when, the, when the ripoff is fun, then it becomes a genre creation, right? though. <laughs> but, then, but then the bit... The, okay, let's, let's go back to the first. The first Call of Duty explosion super game that spawns a whole genre that starts with years of ripoffs and it's Street Fighter 2, right? Are any of you ever going to be Street Fighter 2? No. No. Mortal, like you could say, Mortal Kombat, but Mortal Kombat was different enough. But it, but it was, and, it, and Mortal Kombat money was based on comp competition and being next to Street Fighter Two. Yeah, yeah, like literally next. To but like for everything that he does wrong, Cliffy B is right by saying you there's enough room for like two, two. or three. Yeah, which is ironic because he two thought he could be the yeah. Yeah. two competitors and a third alternative. Choice. We saw it yeah. with fighting games. We saw it with shooters. Uh, sorry, we saw it with fighting games. We saw it with RPGs. We saw it with shooters. We shot fucking. We, uh, we saw it with uh, fucking uh, uh, battle royale. We saw it with mobas. We saw it with MMOs. I mean, games. racing know, games even before mobas. You know, and 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 before um, uh, Counter Strike and, and whatnot. The, the 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 it thing I remember when I was in school was like fucking Starcraft and yeah you know well yeah we saw it with RTS was, RTS there games was Blizzard were the top. there was Westwood Wood. and then there was a third weird one that you mm -hmm. might play mm -hmm. if you weren't playing Command and Conquer you were playing Starcraft even even horror games there was Resident Evil and, and there was Silent Hill. Hill and there was that one other weird franchise that you might that, like that, that could have been you successful. Could there was change that with a bunch of them. Yeah. There was Quake and there was Unreal. <laughs> Well, there was never, Doom and there was Wolfenstein. Never, well, those those were years apart, though. Guy, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's it's when you're when you Duke Nukem and Quake. when you want to go big and be the mega hit, you can be the ultimate mega hit like Fortnite. You can be the pretty big mega hit like PUBG, or you can fight for scraps. But it's like the weird thing with Don't Make Cry is that you had no competitor. You were the number one with a bullet easy in the character the action thing, genre. Because you made you a weird say, thing by mistake. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing you could say comes close is Bayonetta, and those were years apart. Yeah. So And Bayonetta's no sales threat to Don't Make Cry. No. You know, like um <laughs> so the the fucking cart racer genre 
has like no real number two slot. Yeah, and it's Mario Kart, and it's it's like Mario there's Kart. only room for one. Power Gap, and then Sega All Stars. Yeah, and, and then, even then there's years between those. Releases. And then the third one would be people saying Crash Team Racing. In, yeah, <laughs> and Diddy Kong gets in there somewhere, and Jack then Racer, or whatever. What you know, like yeah. But there, but really, there is only so room it's for all, two. It's always baffling when a company goes to to switch genres. They go our horror game is only the top in its field. What if it was the top of a different genre <laughs> a also? Different, a different field. So, and then someone goes, but it's not that genre. Well, what if we made it that genre? Well, then you get to be the loser of the shooter genre. How yeah. many people are watching the Super Bowl? Many. How many people came out to our Little League game? Not as many. But those are sports fans. <laughs> 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 that we don't have. <laughs> we should change our little league game into a ripoff of the Super Bowl, and then we'll get millions of dollars. That's- that is a fantastic analogy. <sighs> but it's—I feel so crazy because we've we've had the podcast going for what four years, five years, thereabouts. Mm-hmm. We've all we've seen it with MMOs, with MOBAs, and now with Battle Royale, right? There's going to be a new one in two years that the same exact fucking thing happens. Like, I feel like this stupid process is getting faster. But at least certain companies are, I guess, they have people in decision-making positions now. And fans, like, people are like us and or are a bit older than us have been around to see the stupid shit. Like, if you say you're 40 years old, right? So there's... Places where it's not going to be and, happening as much, even though investors will always be a part of you're this. You're 40 years old and you work in the games business in a yeah. place where you get to make this decision. You know everything that we're talking about. And you have seen dozens of companies throw themselves onto the rocks to try and get that cod blob. <laughs> Crash against me and, and be, be broken. broken. Yes. <laughs> The cod shores, the yeah. blop shores, well, or, or just blank shores, now it's, whatever genre it now is. Now it's Fortnite's shores. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> the, the blop shores. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking anyway. So one of those companies that appears to have a head on its shoulders and is making good decisions is Devolver Digital. Yes. Yeah. They just announced a game called Observation. I saw this. This looks super interesting. It sure does. So uh, this some makers of stories untold, which I've never played, but everyone has said is very good. I love Devolver because they cast a wide net with weird shit. Yep. And uh, so Observation is a sci-fi thriller game coming spring 2019. And uh, they gave out some details alongside this little trailer, but it seems to be your girl in space. I read that you play as the AI in the com- in the in the space station. You're watching. Yo, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, 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 oh my god. And the, and the AI is named. Um, no, no, no. The AI is named. Um, god, it's not not Hal, but Sam. Yeah, okay. It's okay. named Sam. Yeah. And yeah, you are you are the AI, right? It's 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 a it's, it's a goddamn sequel to Lifeline. No, you're a guy in a booth. Yeah. And you're yelling at her. You're not an AI. You're yelling at her in a in a bad Japanese accent. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um So yeah, stories untold. Uh basically uh, Looks fascinating. announced this 
and set on board an Earth-orbiting facility. Observation sees players taking control of Sam, assisting Dr. Emma Fisher after a mysterious event damages the station and seems to have caused the rest of the crew to vanish. Cool. There's also a small matter with a rogue signal with a simple message saying, bring her. Hmm. Well, that's fascinating. Sci-fi horror in the space is terrifying. I like it. I'm a fan. Man, this was just like announced like today. Like, yeah, very fresh. It's cool. Yeah, a lot of it. It says that um, uh, you're doing puzzle solving uh, as part of the game, um, while helping her like unravel the mystery and such. But I guess horror puzzles. I like how once a year Devolver will have a game that looks like Devolver shouldn't be publishing it. Mm, that, that I know like exactly what you expensive. mean. You're like, what? That's so too this. That's too bad. Yeah, that's so way too fancy. Observation, what's the other? You know it. You played it. Abs Absolver. Yeah. And then even before that, Shadow Warrior 2. Absolver. Like, again, that's something that I'm like, wow, you're publishing that. Absolver um, um, shows its its like limitations a little, oh, a little no, quickly, sure. though, when, in terms of like. Devolver it's not a huge game. But Devolver it, but, Revolver. But you're right. Yeah, big 3D fancy thing. You're like, what? That's not Devolver. And it's like, oh, shit, it is. We can do it. We Spring do 2019. It. Right alongside Minute and uh, Metal Wolf Chaos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's a big 3D Cast game. your fucking net wide. If one of them blows up, it's fine. What a fucking company. See them throwing some piss on Rockstar? What'd they do? A little bit. When Rockstar was like, there's absolutely no PC version of Red Dead 2 planned. Um... Devolver's Twitter account was like, hey, Rockstar, we'll port the game for you, or we can even send you some free dev kits for the PC. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If yeah. I remember correctly, Rockstar declined to reply. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got the announcement that... They're going to wait a year and a half and double dip us. Just like how they did with Red Dead Redemption. Well, more how they did with GTA. Yeah, fair enough. So we've got details about John Favreau's new Star Wars show. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Mandalorian. I saw a photo, and it That's looks like a photo. Boba Fett. That's a Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh. Yep. Yeah, so. There's an episode of this show that's going to be directed by Taika Waititi. So okay, so yeah, they released. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch that one. So they released uh, the list. Yeah, they released the first screenshot, and then they released a list of directors uh, associated with the show. Ten episodes, did they say? I think so. Yeah, they said like miniseries. Uh, yeah. So directors include. Um, okay, well, producer and actor John Favreau, uh, and then. Uh, Dave Filoni, The Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels, directing the first episode. And then uh, Jessica Jones director, Deborah Chow. Uh, dope director, Rick. Fem- yeah, I don't know either. I bet Rick he planned that. Femuyua. I'm going to direct Dope, and then everyone will call me the Dope director, Rick. Um, Soulmates, I also am unfamiliar with. Bryce, Dallas, Howard. And then, yeah, Taika Waititi, Thor From- Ragnarok. So. I want him to be in it. His yeah. character was my favorite part of Thor Ragnarok. I I want him to be that goddamn rock monster. Also saw that it, this this is told to be it takes place uh before the first order exists. Okay. After the fall of the empire. So, so the, the this is this is a different guy or like the Sarlacc spit up 
Boba Fett's armor. No, this is someone know. else. This is someone else. Some other guy. This is Boba Fett's double kid. Yeah. There's many of them around. Yeah. Still, still got to be a couple. Um, you know what these sets remind me of, Wooly? It reminds me of like fucking Mortal Kombat Conquest where they're always at the trading post and they always have yeah. these cheap sets. Yeah, like, for sure. It's a TV show. It's in, got a less in budget a, for sure. In, right? in, 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 Mortal, in Mortal Kombat TV, uh, like I want to say 80% of every episode takes place at the <laughs> same fucking, fucking the same shitty little spot. Uh, yeah. But hey, how, like, how cool would it be if, if, like, under that mask, this was Kando the Mando? No, that doesn't make sense. That was a million years ago. No, under the mask is just a box art of Masters of Terrace Kaze. They're gonna name drop it again. They better. They're they gonna better. Do it. I'm all about this shit. They're gonna say. I'm it. so in. Try to remember the basics of Terrace Kaze. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Mara Jade, your only hope. So. Remember when um, no. Telltale kept on 25 employees to finish off Are the... Are they still keeping That doesn't sound two? right. That sounds like they actually said that and then fired all of them. Telltale said they kept on 25 employees to finish their obligations to stuff like Minecraft. Okay, so how'd that go? Uh, nope. Uh, let, oh! let, let's ask Let's ask uh, one of the folks themselves. Rachel Necronolicon. That's, that's the Halloween name. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> That's um, their name. That's the real at name. a name for myself. Hey, remember how there were going to be a skeleton crew staying on for a while, and I was a part of it? Nah, J.K. We all just got laid off too. Yay! But did they get severance pay? No. Uh no one did. So, wow, Telltale's management seems to just be trying to one up themselves on the the shit plate. So the speculation is that because they left off, they let off, they fired the the rest of those people that were on board for the Minecraft story mode stuff, which mm. is also probably not going to wrap up. Nope. Which um, breaks their agreement with Netflix. The the thought process is that this was to deal with whatever remaining overhead existed because they're about to get sued. Boy, are they. By everyone who didn't get their severance pay and everyone that's filing for wrongful termination lawsuits. Uh, and good luck to them. It's getting fucking ugly. It deserves to get ugly. You want to roll into the... I sure yeah. will because alongside this announcement... Uh, and this is... You know what? Like, I do have to say, like... Um, Shout-outs to industry people for immediately sort of stepping Shit. in. Because the moment this yeah. news out, came out, there was that initial reaction of, yay, yeah. more thing, fans, yay, right? Right. Um, uh, Telltale was like, we want to try to figure out how to finish off the final season of uh, Clementine. You know what would have been a good way to do that? Not fire everyone. Well, yeah, but we saw that graph, <laughs> the money, right? Uh, so, so that that was a thing, and 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 like there was like we're working on a thing, we're working on a thing, and uh, we just got announced at New York Comic Con that Skybound Games acquires Telltale's The Walking Dead and will finish the final season. Now, now Skybound is owned by Robert Kirkman. Yes, that's his company, the creator Why of The Walking was Dead. Was it not always in the cards for this to happen to begin with? I don't like, know. I like I don't understand the the intricacies of this deal. Because it always seemed like Skybound, Telltale, and that's who was. I, I bet the you, I bet you, the conversation was happening, but was not settled. Yeah. The ink hadn't dried, you know, so they would they couldn't announce it officially yet. And plus, when things when companies close down, things go fast. Yeah, I have no true. idea how Skybound and Robert Kirkman are not suing Telltale 
for breach of their or contract something. of not finishing the game that they just now have or, to finish. Or at least I don't know how they could not be constantly wagging their fingers in disapproval. Did, at did the very Netflix least. for the Minecraft thing just have a better deal? So the the, the real question is uh, is like if, even if they did like and after this lawsuit is what's left of those coffers going to be able to pay out their Cause, obligations because Minecraft is absolutely absolutely in the same situation and I'm sure that um yeah Stranger Things is in that same situation and because there's a bunch of things that were just like left out hey we made deals with you to make it why aren't you making it unless the contracts had stipulations that how say, can you possibly if we go out of fucking business we can't honor our deals yeah they can pay their shareholders but they can't honor their deals or their employees so oh, what a bunch of so the friends. story here besides the fact that like uh the walking dead is going to get finished and, and the storyline and whatnot that came, that that uh news when it first came out was like, yay, people were happy to see that. And then there was a lot of industry people that stepped in and went, guys, uh, the fact that the people that worked for them didn't get their severance pay is way more important than finishing off this video game. Now, I say this as a person who spends his whole life thinking about video games and is on a video game podcast. These people not having jobs is more important than our video games. And I don't know what the situation is because they said they're going to contract out former Telltale devs to do this. If that is not – if the ink is dried not on that, it's like don't take that deal if you are not getting properly compensated. Yeah, right? It. Obviously. I appreciate that you want to see the end of Clementine's epic journey, but fuck that. Don't, <laughs> don't do it just for that. Also, I hope there's something in place for those employees that do take this deal. Also, quite frankly, if you're going – if you're one of those former employees and you you have another opportunity somewhere that's a full-time thing that does not have a foreseeable end – why wouldn't you take that instead? So, so the idea that like some of these uh, laid off employees uh, would you know hold off on getting another job in order to finish this shit off is crazy as well. So I'll I'll tell you this is a as an, as a very similar example is that I'm currently working on a episode of What Happened for the Splatterhouse remake. Yeah, which. For for anybody that knows, it had like a pretty simple thing. It's like, oh, the mean publisher took the game away from a developer. Yeah. But Polygon, uh, near the start of the year, like talked to the people directly and like, this is what happened. So one of those things was crazy guy at the head of development ignores everything Namco wants him to put in the game. <laughs> and multiple times, every milestone, they're like, how come you're putting in shit that we didn't want? And he's like, I'm going to put it in next build. No, don't worries. And then they said, fuck it. You're not doing it. They pull it away. Everyone starts to get fired. One of the guys goes, I got um, accepted uh, from Rockstar San Diego to work for them. And then they plead to the guy like, hey, we're going to make a skeleton crew of 25 people. Can you please finish this game with us? You're super talented. And he goes, fine, I'll walk to Rockstar and say I'm not taking the job because I really want to finish this. Wow, what a hero. Wow, that's stupid. Because then he just all got fired at of the end of the day anyway. Of course they fucking did. But Jesus he Christ. wanted to finish that journey. Jesus So Christ. I get people wanting to finish Clementine's Can't. probably much more emotional journey than that of there's, Rick Taylor and getting naked pictures of his girlfriend in Splatterhouse. <laughs> there's a lot of goddamn stories in the game's that business are very similar about people who like get burnt out after 10 years and they go work in software development yeah. or corporate development yeah, all the and time. they go, hey, I go to work 
work nine to five and come home and I'm done and I don't get fired. <laughs> yeah. See, there's dude like <laughs> Oh god, QA. So now I'm gonna Yeah, QA now gets I'm the worst. fucking flashbacks because it's like You are disposable. Well, here's the other thing though, right? There's a system in place that uh, a lot of companies use that is more or less what you're describing, man. Yeah. Where it's like we're relying on your passion. You know We hope you got a lot of passion. Despite our unbelievably stupid decisions we're relying on your passion to see things through because without it things like crunch don't happen Mm -hmm. and we can't hit the finish line and the other thing so we're relying on that passion which will burn out because you care but as you but uh, like and as much as you care you're fucking destroying yourself from the inside because you're seeing how like because you care you can do this better in different ways but management decisions just just get in the way and don't let that happen Mm -hmm. um I have a story that I was just telling, uh, you know, my girl about this weekend. But like, bring up your point because it's like, well, luckily, once that passion burns out and you quit, there's about a hundred new idiots willing to take your spot that for, for minimum wage. Yeah. So you know, I was talking about burn them all out. Well, we're uh, we're talking we're talking about like like you know the just after seeing Venom, like the stupidity of the Sony deal and the and the and the, the 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 Fox deal again. Yeah, you know and whatnot. And just going and just thinking about and going back to the days of like um, people who don't understand the industry they're in, like they're good at producing, but they haven't actually done the other roles that are required to make a video game. Mm -hmm. So they come in and they get hired as like, like you get, we have a producer role we need filled. Um, we hire someone from outside that's a professional producer that comes in and continues to not know how to do that job because uh, every time you see that versus someone who was promoted from a different department, like someone yeah. who came up from dev or who came up from QA, those people always look out for their team. They understand the process. They've done it before. And they add production to their skill set and they become invaluable but right to the I'm project versus someone who comes in as a professional producer. But Wooly. Who knows- produced like – Ad campaign, but doesn't understand creative soda pop at all, yeah. right? But, but Wooly, why would you want somebody who looks out for their team? That's going to get in your way when you have to shit can them. We have a game that needs whatever. Um, fucking, let's say this game needs uh, uh, let's two thousand hours of testing. Right or to, let, let's simplify it in lower numbers. Say two hundred hours of testing. Yeah. Two hundred hours of testing. Right. That's that's ridiculous. That would never happen. But sure. Whatever. All right. Cool. Um, we propose a five team. A five, we we have five guys that we were ready to put on, and they'll stick with it over the course of weeks, months, whatever they need to get all those hours in, and that'll work. Also, um, you know that team can't be moved around to other projects. Please lock them in officially for that time frame. All right. We also need some extra time for familiarization because they need. A chance to learn what the game is about, what it is. So they can test it more effectively. Because just touching it for the first time, you can't start the timer there. You're not testing properly. You don't know what You don't the, even know if it's broken. You don't even know what it, the game is, right? You need to learn the genre, how it works, what's in it. Okay, cool. Also, you need to provide us with details, what's unlockable, what's hidden. Is there secret shit that we'd miss that we'd only know after beating the game, etc. Is it supposed to unlock right now? And so is on it, and so know. forth, right? Uh, okay, cool. How long is the game? Game's about 30 hours, okay. right? Great. So that team would do it. Uh, yeah, producer comes in. Hey, we have a problem. Um, time is short. We need to be, uh, out months ahead of when we initially said we were supposed to. This isn't going to work out. What's, what are we looking at for that time frame? Well, we said that 200 hours. Okay, why don't we 
instead hire a hundred people for one weekend and have them all test the game for two hours. <laughs> so, well, so okay, that mathematically, yes, yeah, it, it gets that us under the contracted two hundred hour mark. Isn't how it works, though, because you get nothing out of that. No, we're getting the amount of hours you said we needed. You said we needed this amount of time, this <laughs> amount of people for this one thing, and then we're going to let them go afterwards, but they're coming in as temporaries. They can do that. Fine. You can get what you need to out of that. No, 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 no. They're no. not actually testing. They're not. Like, furthermore, when you add the process of familiarization, you're getting, like, 15 minutes into the game before anything happens. Like, the, what are you talking about, right? No, 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 but this should this should be fine, though. This it's is a 30-hour game. What, what, they can only... You're getting all dev time on the first two hours. So all of QA is freaking out, and all of dev is freaking out, and everybody that's screaming at the producer going, this is stupid, please make them not do this. Mm-hmm. And the producer who came from that department will know how to be like, oh my god, guys, yeah, okay, I got this, don't worry. <laughs> and step in and fucking take that. The one who doesn't, who comes from outside, will be like, no, that's what management said to do, and, and they'll be like, hey, management, I'll talk to those guys. I'll let them know. So they pick a side and kind of come down and draw the lines on one side or the other. And you fucking see this shit happen. And then it carries out. And then guess what? It goes fucking terribly. And then if the game even manages to pass submission, it becomes a piece of shit and everything happens and everyone goes down or whatever. How come QA dropped the ball on this? Okay. And so everyone who's there in QA that is like literally like trying to care about what this game is and, and putting themselves into it sees these types of decisions and go, we can't save this. We can't fix that type of scenario. Right. And then the fucking like the, the 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 ashes are now like like laid out to waste. They've become mud. And then months later, Gross. after the failure, producers come by and they'll be like, "Okay, guys, so we saw what happened there. That didn't work out. We know that you know we need to make some changes. So here's what's going to happen. How can we use those hundred testers more effectively? How can we make that two hours that they're spending?" What 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 are the, what are the tools we need oh, to give those hundred testers a more effective two hours? Fuck this! It's like fuck all of this, right? And you're sitting there and you care about the project. Yeah, you that's, stupid that's idiot. The worst part, you dumbass. How dare you invest yourself? So what you're saying is the only way to avoid this is for the head of QA to go, listen, guys, it's time to crunch to actually fix this. And then everybody crunches and then everybody burns out. But you see there is no fix from miles away, from months away, but you're still doing the best you can with the nothing you have. It's the fucking worst. The, the game business is a special kind of fucked up and broken, and it is baffling to me that there is no unionization for it currently like the way the way that people get fired in the in that business like there are ways to avoid like the reason why people get fired in the games business is really simple you build up the team for a game game ships there's no game for them to work on right now what are you going to pay them for not working okay fire them right then rehire for the next game so if you just started your fucking pre-production earlier and had a better streamlined process you could keep your people on but that's hard it also requires again people coming in that have done that before that have that experience as opposed to being professional producers which not to say they're all like that but in my experience it's been rough going 
when you don't have someone that can step in and actually say, I've been there. I know what you're asking. I'm immersed in this culture already. What you're asking, higher-ups, is actually impossible. And, you know? like, the thing about, like, unionization for the games business that you would worry is that the threat of outsourcing to China, India, Brazil, etc., right? We just had a conversation about how Capcom almost buried itself by taking their Japanese games from their Japanese devs and giving them to decent Western devs, let alone... Like, you can't just... Out- People would... F- you, uh, Pat, you can taste the so feel. I promise you... You can taste it. I promise you that QA, and particularly outsourced QA, is a thousand percent the kind of industry that would... Pull a Walmart, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, where Walmart's like, oh, people are starting to unionize, oh, we'd rather shut that store down, yeah, right? Yeah. Clean house, start again. Absolutely willing to do that. Well, I guess it's up to because everyone to do it all at once then. Because you're hiring disposables, right? Mm-hmm. And also, like, you're being competitive and whether you're one cheap rate or another cheap rate. I remember um, when a part of my job was creating the training program for uh, – <laughs> Uh, a studio that was being opened up in India, and it was basically going, okay, how do we create? Oh, you're training your replacements. And how do we create a system to to like you know hire people for QA for this role and do this stuff? And and it was it was it was like a weird thing where it was like a culture test to see like, hey, do the people here know these video game references? Do they know enough mm-hmm. about video games in general? Are the people we hiring coming from you know like a background similar to the ones that QA testers are have to have over here? And uh, and also, how relevant is that to testing? Well, in experience, it turned out to be extremely relevant yes. because not knowing video games video game and is. history of it means that you're not same reason test why the grandmas that would get hired now and then would wash out. And so, uh, you know, we, I remember creating that test and then handing it off, and then uh, we got it back, and we're like, yeah, uh, tons of failures across the board. Lots of people coming in, trying it out, not working out because you know they don't know. The, they haven't been playing video games their whole life, so that they're not going to know a lot of this stuff. They're not going to know what to look for in certain mm-hmm. situations. Cool. Can you lower the difficulty? Can you make this Obsessed. easier? Well, but you want effective testing, don't you? Yes, but we can't. We're not finding people to hire with enough like of a lower threshold on I, this. I want everything in one bag, but I don't want the bag to be heavy. Well, do you want the testing to be good? Well. No. Yes, but really, <laughs> but really, no. Really, no. And so this this conversation. We, ju- we just want the testing to be cheap and good enough. And this conversation goes back and forth a million times because they can't say no. We want sh- we want people that don't. We want bad testers. You know what I mean? They're never going to say that. No, of course but, not. But you're going to business speak it over the course of fifteen emails. <laughs> Till eventually it's like just generalize and make the thing. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. And you don't seem to care, mm-hmm. so why should I? Congratulations, so, you've broken it down to the point where, yeah, I don't care anymore either. What do you want? That's awesome. So, you want me to drop that difficulty down? Sure. Something's got to change because the game business can only go on being known as like one of the shittiest industries to work in for creatives for long enough. You know, there's going to be a point where those new applicants go to film, to movie, to to, to, to music, whatever, to art. Like, you know... It needs new blood all the time, but if it becomes known, yeah, the games business is the worst business to work in. Don't work in it. It's not the worst business to work in. No, but in creative? It's, it's not if you're mega successful. 
Yeah, yeah, you could never but you get... you better not you, be not mega successful. You could, you could never get fired from your mega successful job as no, the director of can't. a decade-old franchise that your name is closely associated you, you with. You can't. It's, it's impossible. impossible. Who could ever fire a, a creative director like that and lock them in their fucking office for eight months? That's just ridiculous. Once you get high enough in this industry, you have all the power. You, you started a long ass segue and you didn't give me a chance to prepare for it. Oh, I'm sorry. You could you could create Gears of War. You'll never be a failure. You could create. Obviously, the person I'm talking about is Hideo Kojima. Yeah, yeah. The fact if Hideo Kojima can just get fucking fired outright, everyone in that business can be fired outright for no reason. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were transitioning into another story, but never mind. I wasn't. What the fuck story are you talking about? Uh, there was a changing of the guard somewhere, but don't <laughs> worry about it. Uh, I'm not worried about it. Um, yes. No, exactly. There is no... There's, there is no. If unity. Hideo Kojima has no job security, there is, there is you no have unity. no job security. Uh, I think Miyamoto has job security because he'll just do like he'll say yes. To okay. Whatever. Well, if you're if you're at a company where they've asked you to run it and you've said no, <laughs> yeah, you get security. You get yeah, because they're of t- they're afraid of losing you. Mm-hmm. Also, like, hey, if you work at I don't know, like Mojang, you're probably pretty comfortable. And Have like, you seen those offices? They're crazy. And unlike Konami, Nintendo will never not be in the games business where Konami is like, can we maybe stop making games? Let's try that. But whatever. There's a Castlevania website portal now. So everyone's like, oh, yeah, Castlevania is back. It's fucking not. It's not. They're There's just a TV show. They're re-releasing the things they already have. They're never going to make anything new. I hear you, Satan. But have you considered my servant, Pachinko? No. Uh... I, I don't want to talk about that. I was just don't. Gonna... <laughs> you want to talk about uh, the Fred Durst attack? Yeah, I didn't catch that. Start, what? Okay, <laughs> Matt. I'm, let me ask this, Wooly. Yeah. A man rushed on stage to a Fred Durst concert to attempt to drop kick Fred Durst. Now, no, wait, wait, hold on. Do you think that a the drop kick failed and the man looked the buffoon? B nailed the drop kick and Fred sold it really well. Or three, nothing happened and this drop kick story is a lie. Hold on a second, because neither of you mentioned. No, no, no! no. Oh, he looked at it. No. Neither of you. That mentioned. was going to be the surprise. I think we started looking it up before we really said anything. Oh my god! Please tell me this is as sad as it's. Do sounds. you think that it was a a random fan, <laughs> b an ex lover, or c, c shaggy, shaggy too dope, dope of the insane clown posse? Look at this screenshot. <laughs> Doesn't get close to hitting him. I was expecting a Nero on Dante style, full on boots to the face when you say drop kick. This appears to be. Way behind him, and Fred not noticing? He was kind of leaning over, which caused both of the feet to just completely miss. 
Limbiscuit set at Rock Allegiance Festival in Camden, New Jersey, and Saturday night was briefly interrupted after the insane clown posse Shaggy Two Dope reportedly rushed the stage in an attempt to dropkick Fred Durst. Wait, let me let me do the next part. Shaggy was ultimately unsuccessful as his kick landed short of Durst's body. He was immediately confronted by security, and a fight ensued on the side of the stage. For his part, Durst didn't seem to recognize that Shaggy was his assailant. What a pussy! He couldn't even pull it off. <laughs> Durst remarked before telling security to calm down. It's just one guy. Wow. Wow. Fuck the results of uh, Habib, uh, Habib versus McGregor. <laughs> this yeah. is the real the UFC right here. So I did not know, but apparently Fred Durst and ICP have like decades of bad blood. 20-year-long feud, apparently. Oh, my God. Are well, you Fred wins me? this round for sure by doing nothing. I mean, I didn't know he was still performing. <laughs> anyway, there's footage of it from many angles, so you can go try to watch Shaggy Too Dope, <laughs> aka Some Dick Bag. So, Violent J starts a consumer advocacy show to warn people about buying bad fur suits with his daughter. Shaggy attacks Fred Durst. We can all agree now that Violent J is the more responsible, Violent insane, J, insane clown posse member. To be Violent honest, Violent J, hero dad, Shaggy Two Dope, crazed assassin. Okay, but how does the drop kick bring <laughs> the bring the juggalos closer to Jesus? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't know. You've been saying some weird shit lately. Um, dude, no. <laughs> that I don't believe. What? No. You know P.O.D.? Yeah. Insane Cloud? It's one of those. No. Insane Cloud Posse is all about the Lord, dude. No. No, it Why is. Did you missed this. I the missed Dark this. Carnival it is about God. So how does the fursuit awareness bring those closer to the footprints in the sand that carried you? You know, how do we get... How do we get but Jesus? When I was walking, I only say one set of prints, and then Jesus says, "That's where I picked you up to throw you at Fred Durst." That's when Jesus put the Juggalo makeup on. <laughs> That's not saying there are no fucking Juggalos in Jerusalem. Juggalo Christ! You don't know that. <laughs> you don't know I'm that. Pretty sure I know that. If you're a Juggalo in Jerusalem right now, please write into the email that we will have no, later. Like ancient, like biblical <laughs> Jerusalem. I'm sure there's one or two right now. <laughs> oh, that's what you meant. Yeah. That's different. I don't mean right now. There's probably one juggalo <laughs> per country on at Earth. Least, at at least. least. Anywhere uh, Fago is sold. Yeah. <laughs> Which is oh. most towns. <laughs> when, the, when, when our Lord and Savior was stabbed with the fucking lance... Fago bled out of his body, and everyone loved it. Uh, and Longinus supped upon the Fago <laughs> as he painted his face. Was Longinus the first juggalo? <laughs> Some may say to this day. Uh, so you see the painting of the Last uh, Supper and Judas you know, putting the makeup on? You know, I mean, like, who's to say that, like... <laughs> Cavalry yeah. and the mountain yeah. was not no. the first gathering of the juggalos. It's possible, you never The know. first gathering yeah. was around that cross, was it not? Totally. But but the ICP had the fucking fighting game with the strippers, and that's yeah, not so, God. Yeah, whatever. 
it's the long con. Listen, oh, Jesus pushed okay. the rock over, and there was a guy playing with magnets in front of him. And Jesus looked upon that and said, I don't understand that shit. How does it work? That's a miracle. And he pointed at it, and that was a miracle. See, yeah. for a long time, we've known Judas as the traitor, but we didn't know his last name. Judas Durst. No, um, no. Uh, I was going to say violent Judas. <laughs> Judas Durst. Judas that's too dope. That's where it started. Yeah, maybe. All right. Because Fred Durst is super into God enough. He wears, like, Jesus Jesus. All those rap rock, rock groups are. They're all uh, secret Christian bands. Uh, maybe Linkin Park was. I, I bet know. Evanescence is actually super about Jesus. Yeah. I no, they're all, like, they have, well, there's that Gregorian chant song. I don't nah, know. Into, but I feel like they're all, like, a cult. They're super into Jesus and Donkey Konga. That's true. Yeah, that's true. More, th- I think they're trying Which to convert based, people yeah. to Donkey Konga more than anything. <laughs> From like a photo that's like 15 years old. Anyway. I love this story so much. This is like a gift. If if he had hit him, no one would be talking about this. Your Lord and Savior. Yeah. Was- the fact that he missed. Well, no, people would be talking well, about yeah, it, yeah, but yeah, it but wouldn't it, be as funny. It wouldn't be as funny. The You're- fact that Fred just looks confused. He's like, "What? Did someone try and drop kick <laughs> again?" <laughs> Anyway. I don't know why it happens every time, Matt. What? But we're trying. But like, it is the truth that you need to believe that the Lord, your Lord and Savior was down with the, the clown. Problem is that you're just saying it. He was down with the clown. <laughs> okay, they released a bunch of albums that was like the what was it? The fucking Joker's deck or some shit like that. Great Malenko. Uh, and th- it was all it was all building up to something, and then the fucking <laughs> last one came out, and the build up was that it was Love about God. God because the people that they always uh, fucking sang about murdering and shit in their mm. songs, they were all drug dealers and corrupt cops and bad people that they should kill for God. And it was about Jesus and the Lord. And then they put out that fucking magnets shit, which was all miraculous nonsense. How do fucking magnets work? The Lord will tell you. If we turn to Daniel 7, we can read about some sick beasts rising up out of the but ocean. But it's like it that kind of smacks of let's just be like delinquents and let's just talk about fucking blunts and kicking people in the balls or whatever the fuck they sing about. Yeah. But then later, when they're old, like, fucking 40-year-old fart knockers, they're all like, oh, you got to find Jesus now. Let's retcon our older... That's what it sounds like, <laughs> and, and you know what? And you know what? You could be right, but we'll never know. We'll never know. You'll just have to take... Who are you to say a band can't retcon their You're, fan no, base? No, they can. You just... You can't say that. You just <laughs> got to take along. Shaggy Too Dope and Violent J's word at face value. I have fucking. You no have idea to what trust those about. crazy old clown man. They sing about blunts and kicking. Everything's people. for a reason. The drop kick is for a reason. You yeah. ever see them fucking commentating their own goddamn wrestling matches? What a fucking shit show that is! I can only. It's a mess. So was Dean Malenko like a member of them? I don't, that's really weird. Why did they? Like why were they part. involved with the Dean Malenko? Dean Malenko is one of the most straight shooting, like I have nothing about me type dudes ever. Because there was a whole I great Malenko thing that they were. All about for a while, man. What do we got next? I'm tired. Thirteen million, some, some, some thirteen million people. Health. Thirteen million juggalos banned over the past fourteen months in PUBG. 
Oh, okay. I thought you meant like literally. So remember how the other day we t- I, I mentioned uh, uh, PUBG and the first thing yeah. you said, Pat, was that game's unplayable now because it's full of cheaters? It's unplayable for a lot of there's, reasons. There's a little less of that uh, now. But cheating is out of control. When they reach, <laughs> so they region locked the Chinese servers, and it had the unintended side effect of it got too easy to get banned in China. So they started playing on our servers. So, <laughs> uh, what happened was apparently since June 2017, 13 million players have been banned. Um, most were kicked off for using cheat tools, and a number. Uh, the numbers are dropping, however, but yeah, they're basically trying to destroy aimbots, and they're aggressively... Uh, every cheat under the sun is available for PUBG, uh, like uh, wall hacks, aimbots, uh, infinite, everything, everything possible. Um, and uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'll go home, I'll play a goddamn round of PUBG See tonight, and I fucking bet within an hour I will get killed by somebody firing through a mountain, because... You can you can only ban them so fast. It feels like it doesn't like it just doesn't matter. Something happened around week forty two where a million people got cleaned the fuck. Oh, out. I can tell you exactly what that is. Uh, the way they they uh, do this is they figure out and reverse engineer like one of the cheats. Like they go and buy it and they try and reverse engineer it so they can detect what it's doing. And that huge million spike is them figuring out what to look for. Okay. It's them going, oh, if you see this variable, it means this thing is on, so kill it. Now, my understanding of games like this, however, is that the longer you seep in the cheat stew, uh, the more... An you get that av- stink on you. The more the average player who does not cheat feels the need to That's because correct. you can't play otherwise. Uh, the, the Chinese servers, to my knowledge, are nightmares, and it's like, get, download your cheat and then go play. Yeah, right? And that is fucking awful. That's compass when you abandon ship. It also causes a situation, the longer you stew in the cheats stew, the harder it is to fix. Because now there are people whose jobs are 24-7 to make cheats for PUBG. That is their livelihood. And just because they're cleaning up after this doesn't mean that they're going to stop. Yeah, I remember that ruined Guns the Duel for me. Um, Was just the inability to stop people from just fucking coming in with whatever the fuck they wanted. And it, it's it's right. goofy because, like, in most shooters, you would be able to avoid this problem even somewhat because you would get uh, a server that you really liked, right? Like, oh, I go to this Battlefield server, this Day of Defeat server, this Counter-Strike server, and I play with this group of 100 to 200 people, right? But because of the nature of a, of a Battle Royale game, you can't do that. It wouldn't work. You need to have the, that mass population, which means you got to be... Exposed to the genre, yeah, the genre requires it absolutely. So, um, I'm I'm, I'm just fucking bugging eye at that number because I remember when the Overwatch shit was happening and like I don't think it was anywhere near thirteen million. I don't think it was that high. Thirteen million users is what like any any game prays for that anyone looks at them in that direction. Well, fun fact: since it's not free to play, they they got to keep that money. (laughs) They banned those people. Right. So thirteen million people banned. At fifty bucks, is what two hundred and sixty million dollars? Yeah, that's a lot. That they just get to keep. That's true. (laughs) That's not a free to play game. It's true. Good on you, cheaters. Uh, We've got the details came out for that uh, killing game for kids. Remember, 
Yes. Yes. Five kids and four kids. Two yeah. kill. Um. So yeah, the game, uh, Death March Club, is. Uh, they give some more details on it, and it is very, very much Danganronpa Cross Zero Escape. Um, the setting, I believe, was given as a bunch of kids that are, what grade were they? They look quite young. They Super young. Elementary wake, school. Wake up in a um, theme park, and they got to... It's a death theme park. And they got to kill each other. So... You just gotta. Um, what are you going to do? Not kill your classmates? Yeah, it's not an option. Got to get out of the theme park. It's Juggalos told me to. For God. So the, I guess the, the the question, the first thing that comes to mind whenever I see this stuff is like, how graphic is it going to get considering the art style? Probably really. As graphic as it needs to be. Danganronpa manages to swerve a lot of its gore, despite the fact that you're walking into bloody crime scenes mm-hmm. by doing mm-hmm. things like having um, like pink blood mm-hmm. instead yeah. of red blood. And also like, there's never... As far as to my knowledge, there's never corpse dismemberment type things happening. Not to my knowledge. There's always like a body intact, but just like dead. Except for, for there's eyes. there's one or two. Okay, yeah, there's one or two occasions. Like there's someone that gets like like eaten by piranhas, for example, that just like becomes like a cartoon sort of thing. Um, just a thrashing water. But but yeah, based on this art style, I'm really curious to see like what they do with that. So yeah. Um, Death March Club details, but no trailer or anything yet. We'll see. Either way, though, 999, good-ass game. Danganronpa, good-ass game. Those two coming together, probably going to be a good-ass game. Um, hmm? like, no, um, good thing there are no bad Danganronpa games. Good yeah. thing. Flawless. Good thing. Good thing there are no bad... Danganronpa games. Okay. Oh, wow. Hellboy. Poster. That's Is that pretty... Ron Perlman? No. Uh, I don't care. Hellboy well, should, reboot. Stephen Hopper from Stranger Things. Hellboy reboot. He's the sheriff from Stranger Things. Yeah, okay. We got I'm the poster, and it's got the horns out. Mila Jovovich plays the villain. It's got the sword, and it's got the tagline, legendary hey, as, as fuck. fuck. All right, I'm back out. Um... That's that's a pretty sick poster, though, just in terms of its visual. Yeah, he's a hell man. Yeah, the horned imagery is always... I think it's strong. The, it's strong, and then the big glove is the other strong thing. So it's like, as a silhouette, Hellboy's always... That's what he... Silhouettes is what Hellboy has going for it, quite frankly, right? Yeah. That's Cause, the cause biggest Mike, thing. Because Mike's art style is very statuesque. And hev- everyone's drawn and stuff. Heavy, heavy shadows. Um, as, as far as I know what this is really about, they're like... Um, while fun, uh, the creative Hellboy was like, I like Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro, but I always kind of felt that those movies were very comic booky and not the horror type of darkness that I was always trying to go for. Mm. So the whole point of this movie is like to make it much more horror based. Like the 360 game. I never even I, – I own it. <laughs> I never played it. Right. Um, and that that's the kind of tact they're going for on this. <sighs> I mean, I'm interested in it. Yeah. Let me know when you want to do a bug report. Ugh. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't remember too much of it, though, to be honest. I'm sure you'll remember. 
And you know there's a PlayStation 1 Hellboy game. No. Like before, well before the movies. Wow. Yeah, that one. Uh, Science of Evil or... Seeds of... No, that... No, oh, that's that, a 361? That's the... No, no, they're, they're or was different. it... No, it was, it was a PSP. Okay, the PSP... The PSP version for sure. I, the, 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 I tested the PSP version of Seeds of Evil or whatever of Evil. I think it's Science of Evil. Yeah. That's that's totally that. That was it. But yeah, there's there's a Hobo game for PlayStation One as well. It might as well be PlayStation One, quite frankly. You know. <laughs> um, in theaters April twelfth, it says. But yeah, so this is Hopper. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hopper. Yeah, I guess so. I can see it now. I didn't know that. That's who they casted. Anyway, yeah, it's a cool poster. Uh, that's a visual. Shit, there's actually two other Hellboy games. Hellboy: The Dogs of the Night. For in 2000 for the PC. No idea. Then Hellboy, uh, then it was ported to the PlayStation as Hellboy Asylum Seeker. No idea. Not at all. That's no, I didn't touch any of those. No, no. Um, yeah, damn. There's, there's been Hellboy games, huh? Three now, I guess, technically. Well, anyway. PC one's different. Uh, yeah, and then we got, um, well, just it's a Nintendo patent story, so you know. So make of it what you will. But a little Game Boy skin case over your touch device, your touchscreen devices, which is interesting because my current phone yeah, skin is you exactly can that. Get fooled. And well, this actually is a working thing too. It's like a real game. Like I can play Tetris on this. Oh, shit. okay, all right. Like it actually does its thing. But um, yeah, it looks like they're making a a thing to put over your smartphone, and so that, that you can actually play goddamn video games on it. And in uh, in theory, the buttons on the opposite side will work functionally, and then they'll play. Ga- then they'll have games that they can sell. Honestly, if any company has a shot at making this kind of controller thing, it's Nintendo. So this is to play games over your phone instead of playing your phone's games. So what I imagine this would be is exactly they sell. If they want to, they could port a bunch of Game Boy Classic games to yeah. phone. And then have them have a, a Game Boy lay, load at, layout on your phone screen, but then make it so that this overlay, uh, this gonna, this case, uh, has tactile feedback that lets you. I'm gonna say you know, a thing. Hit those touch Is buttons. There any Game Boy game you'd want to play aside from Link's Awakening or Tetris? No. Me? Anybody? Game Boy? No. Yeah. Yeah, I'd play Metroid too. It has a much better remake now. I'd play. Um, I want to play the old bad one. Yeah, I, I, well, okay, but I mean, what's the question? Is there is there a better versions, or is there things that like, have I'd never gone anywhere like else? GBA uh, but I'll play Tetris Attack for Game Boy. You know, like I I, I'm going to use my super powered eight hundred dollars smartphone to play than fucking make Game Boy brand games. new games that kind of have a Game Boy aesthetic. So I'll be real. I'll I, play Power Quest. I, I completely you know forgot that. Power Quest. Right. Oh, there we, we go. Street Fighter Alpha One. The bad one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, Power Quest is good, though. Okay. I what mean, a, I'm sure there's one or two I don't know. That terrible-ass like, Fist of the North Star game that everyone oh, had yeah. on launch. Raging Fighter, the only Game Boy exclusive fighting game I could think of. Um, God, Pinball? Pe- Pokemon Pinball? Is that GB? Was it GB? Well, I think Game I'm, Boy Color would be out I'm pretty sure Pokemon Pinball Pokemon was, Pokemon. G- was Game Boy Color. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Wario Land. Yeah, man. There's stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Game Boy. There's a million games on that thing. No, there aren't. There's a million good games on that uh, thing. Okay. 
There are a million games on that thing. Ghost yeah, Baby. There, no, there are not. Ghost Game Boy Color, motherfucker. Well, they, well the, yeah, I, I was including Color. No, we're talking about, no, we're Boy, talking about the Game fucking Boy Color. Game Boy. All right, here Game we Boy go. Color had like it was different right. hardware. That's it a new system. Shit. It was fine. I will admit there are a million games on the Game Boy, but when you say there are a million good games on the Game Boy, I go nah. No, there is that's not. The G, that's the GBA to me in my mind. The, the GBA, GBA is, is, the is yes, absolutely. Um, but like, if we're gonna fucking roll with it, then we're rolling with it. Tetris, Mario Land, Mar- Pokemon, Link's Awakening. You know, wow, Kirby, I've seen a shit zillion Pokemon on there. Yeah. Donkey Kong. Oh yeah, Sonic fu- Advance, Mario Kart. Sonic Advance, huh? No, that's no, that's a yeah, piece. good one. Why is this going into advanced stuff? Because, because the Game Boy is put on the Game Boy. Shit. You're crazy. Yeah, am I, dude? <laughs> Link's Awakening and Tetris, maybe the first Mario Land. But Metroid like, Two is good. No one's gonna argue that the GBA is godlike, one of the greatest systems of all time, but. There's stuff worth playing. Oh, yeah, that fucking Game Boy version of Donkey Kong. Hell, yeah. Mario yeah. Land is the shit. Look a lot, at all of, the, lot of silence. Look at this classic fucking list you're looking at. <laughs> this is uh, for the Game Boy. Game Boy only. Yeah, this is... this is a. Uh, uh, wow, what a fucking star-studded group <laughs> of mega classics. Mario, Pokemon, and, and Kirby, and Zelda... Yeah, they are. So, so it's the N sixty four of handhelds. The, the 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 lineup of of Smash Brothers one. Yeah, uh, but like, Ducktales. But like Link's Awakening <laughs> is so good and one of the best Zelda games. Doctor Fucking it's, Mario it's required playing, but you can play a better version of it elsewhere. Oh, holy shit! Look, Kicks is there. Okay, okay, okay. Don't talk shit about Kicks. I will talk shit. Don't talk shit That's about just Kicks. Snake. Kicks is Kicks is fine. Plus, you could probably play better versions of it. Don't talk shit about Kicks. Yeah, millions of good games on it. Golf. There's tons of stuff. There's tons of stuff I'd be willing to play. Monochrome Ti eighty three. Donkey Donkey Kong Land. Oh, it's bad. It it wasn't country. It wasn't country. Oh yeah, so amazing. Yu Gi Oh Duel Monsters Battle. Oh no, wait, that's a Game Boy Color game. Man, I right, yeah. Let's look at this game. I would definitely Doctor Mario, Doctor okay. Mario, R Type DX, more than okay. Mario's yep. I never liked Mario's Picross. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that. Pokemon fucking pinball. That get looks in. Like Game Boy Color to get me. Get in. You can play the Planet Black and White. It's fine. There's the color versions of the cartridges where they have the color that supports the ship, but you can play yeah, the old okay. class. You don't have to. Fair, so fair it enough. totally counts. Gargoyles Quest, Mega Man Five. Bionic Commando Elite Forces, yes, the fucking game that Bionic Commando Elite Forces not only has a sniper mode in it, but it has a fucking R, um, has a, a, a control mode where you can use it as a TV remote. You can turn your Game Boy into a goddamn TV remote because it has a mode that lets you change channels and volume and shit. Bionic fucking Commando. wow! <laughs> right? Uh, Ghost Babel. What a great game that TV remote is. Ghost Babel probably not on this list, but I'm throwing Ghost Babel in there. You you, you are a fucking liar. That That is is a a Game Boy Advance game. No, it's Game Boy Color. Whatever, that's a different system. But it's a different system. It it, it put it pushes games that the regular Game Boy can't do. (sighs) Super Mario Land. I'll give you Castlevania 2. Oh, yeah. Wow, Castlevania 2. Pokemon Gen 2. They've been updated, they've been made. You get to say the word Pokemon once. 
Mario Deluxe. You get to say the word Mario once. Wario Land 3. You get to say the word sure, Mario Sure, Wario Land 3 again. Final Fantasy Adventure. That game sucks. <laughs> Metroid 2. Again. I don't know. About Oracle that. of Ages and Seasons. That okay. is a Game Boy is Color game. Is that a Game, game. Boy Color game? Uh, off Overlook, GBC, specific duo Seasons and Ages. Kim's pretty cool. That, that is not, not a Game, a game Boy, Boy game. game. You Any, can't include those. That's... Fucking full of shit. Okay, Mario Land Two is is good, and it's way better than Mario Land One. That is that is good. It is good. Good. Are you saying Mario Once? I said Mario Once. It was Mario. Yeah. It's a good game. Anything that has color on this screen, you scroll past. <laughs> yeah. All right. That doesn't count. Look at classic Game Boy Color game. You're acting like a bunch of good games wasn't already just listed though. Said a oh, bunch of good word. shit. Classic Donkey Kong. Why the fuck not? That is not classic Donkey Kong. That is a totally different. Well, not that. That's some fucking Tetris. Yeah, there are. You're telling me that those are games you would not want to play. I'd love to play all Dude. the Game Boy Color versions of that Dude, shit. That's like three or four actual Game Boy games. What I'm saying is, this for the Nintendo patent, if they made brand new like little micro games that try to take the charm of the Game Boy and it does have a certain charm, I'd be down for that. But there's only so much you can port where someone would go, why would I play this awful version of Pokemon? Honestly, you know, what, you know what I got confused when I saw the diagram Willie posted? I thought Fucking what it was going to be was a front. X. I thought it was going to be a cover for the front of your phone. X to rules. Turn it, to turn it into a Game X Boy machine. X is the game, what game with some of the, most, the best fucking music ever for the original Game Boy. It's just called X. The song was so fucking good that it made it into Smash Brothers um, 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 Brawl, I believe Released it was. Japan, Japan on only. It was super good. Yeah. When did you play that on your Game Boy? <laughs> After the fact. Yeah, I fucking bet you did. But I'd play it now. Yeah, I bet you would. It was good. We shitting on Game Boys today. Yeah, I'll shit all over it. I had a game gear and had oh, color. <laughs> We're shit. Well, I fucking when I walked into this room and sat down here and hit that button, I did not think I, we would be shitting on fucking Game Boys today. I am not ready for this. Boy, I am not ready to shit on the fucking Game I Boy right now. Shit on its lack of get the good fuck out of here. Game. I the Game Boy was a great system because it had Pokemon Rex Awakening and Tetris. Tetris. I am but not you having it. Possibly, sit I am there not having and it. And tell me the Game Boy had tons of great games. Yeah. No, it had everything Pokemon, I just Tetris listed, and Rex Awakening. Everything I just listed, I'd be super down to play that. Most of those are Game Boy Color games. <laughs> even though, even though not ones, even the ones I had to skip because you're stupid. Ass. Even those ones, I would fucking play. How many of those well, are Pokemon? You had to dig up a Japan Pokemon Gen One, game. Gen Two, and 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 Pinball. Yeah, Pokemon. Pokemon. That's Gen one game. Gen One, Gen Two, Pin. Pinball's not the same game. That's one game. It's Pinball. It's one game. It has Get Mode. You know what? Okay, it has fucking Get Mode. <laughs> get Mode is fun. They call it Catch Mode here, but it's G E T. I can't believe I walked in here with somebody <laughs> who defend the fucking. You game never Boy play, Have you ever even played Pokemon Pinball? No. It is a good pin. Pinball game. How's it compare to Metroid? Uh, Metroid. Metroid's better. Yeah. Okay. But you know what? Pin and Ben Pinout's even better. Yeah. But a good pinball game. How's that compare to the Windows pinball? Oh fuck that. Yeah. No. Uh, get the I, fuck I, out I of here with that shit. Part of my heart with that. Tactic pinball. And all of that fails in comparison to Black Knight. Well, that's not fucking fair. That's a real. That's Black a real fucking Knight. machine. 
coming here. What oh, else? The what, what else do the we have? The pinball Game Boy has million. Fuck, I can't even talk. Other, anymore. other than apparently the Super Nintendo was a piece of shit. No, <laughs> no, for the opposite reason of what, the Game Boy. What, fuck the GameCube. What a, says best friend. What a, I say that. <laughs> what a ridiculous jump. <laughs> Of just, a conversation. Just fuck the I whole GameCube. I you know? do say fuck the GameCube. That nothing happened. Man. <laughs> that thing ransomed away my Resident Evil. And and what's shocking is Holy that over the years, shit. I increasingly started to also dislike the GameCube. Holy shit. It is so limited. Oh, my God. Losing my mind. I bought a GameCube in 10 games, and I was done for it forever. The whole fucking world's gone crazy. GameCube back in the day. The whole world's lost its goddamn mind. It goes Atari, NES, Super Nintendo, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, well, Xbox 360. Well, well, just to give you a summary, we're like, there wasn't very many good games on the Game Boy. What? The Super Nintendo sucks now? I'm saying, I'm saying classic Nintendo is classic fucking Nintendo. And if we're not talking... The NES is, but the Game Boy is a bad not, NES. If we're not talking... colors. If we're not talking so about the Virtual Boy, you lived in those libraries as much as I did. We grew up living in these Boy. libraries. I owned a Game Boy, but I would play it at like a friend's Game Boy at school a lot, and I'm like, "This is it." Yeah. Because how old were you when you made a, a "This is it" decision on the Game Boy? Everyone only had three games: Link's Awakening, Tetris, and Mario Land. But for you to say "This is it," everyone, that's as if like the child you knew what video games would Wooly, be beyond that. Every but that was all, but that was video I, games. Wooly, game, unless Wooly, you came Wooly, to it super are, late. But I'd you go are, to the, someone's house who has an NES, and they got like fucking twelve. Well, you are completely fucking goddamn. Full At of the shit. time when that was what when, you got, when the yeah. Game Boy came out, I had pirated hundreds of NES games on those fucking super carts at home. I had friends that had Super Nintendos. And you played had... your fucking Game Gear, yeah. How yeah. many hours did you get on those six batteries, asshole? I don't did know. You get, did I you never... get half a stage into fucking Triple Trouble? I don't know. Before it I died? never left the house with it. It was always plugged in because <laughs> handhelds are stupid. Sitting next to the fucking wall? Yeah. The only thing... What else did you have on your Game Gear? I had Shining Force Sword uh-huh. Ninja. Go, go on. I had Sonic 2. Okay. And nothing else. Oh, yeah? You no, know what? Was it Sonic 2 or was it Sonic Triple Trouble? No, it was Sonic 2. Okay. They, they had bad... I don't even know what Sonic Triple there Trouble is. is. Willie, there's lots of bad, like, Genesis to Game Gear ports. You don't even have five fucking games to no, name. No, because the Game Gear's a piece of shit. But you, so not, so yeah, then why were you quoting it? i how, how good the Game Gear library is. I said no. it had color. You say you just yelled out at the top of your voice, I played the fucking Game Gear instead. Yeah, no, I said what? I played hey. the fucking Game Gear and it had color. At least it had color. For Sonic, it had blue for Sonic. It had Shining Force <laughs> no, it, colors. It had real colors. Yeah, it had colors. But yeah. you had Sonic and Shining, Shining Force. Force. Sword of Haja is better than every game on the Game Boy. And that, and then, and then you play your one game and you're done. Yeah, it was worth it. Oh yeah, yeah, the whole library. Yeah, the whole fucking library. Oh, I don't know. There's probably more games for the Game Gear, but I didn't know about them. Got the f- I I I am not I'm fucking uh, the only thing that I d- that not ready to come in and shit on the Wooly Game Boy today. Wooly, did you have hot? Wooly, did you have an original Game Boy? Wooly, did you have an original Game Boy? I'm getting fucking hot in here. Did you? Yes, have he one? did. You know he did. Well, I need him to answer me. Well, I had a fucking Game Boy. What about it? How many games you have for it? <sighs> By the end, probably like twenty cartridges, maybe. Okay, how many of them do you remember aside from Link's Awakening, Tetris, and Pokemon? <sighs> not that you owned, not counting color. And no, sh- no and- color. And sh- 
I mean, can my friend, like, I, I fucking gave a bunch of shit to my friends, I, but there was definitely, like, like uh, Dr. Mario in there and a bunch of Dr. other Mario's shit. Dr. Mario's good. There's a bunch. There's a it, bunch. How many bunches? Not a bunch. Did you have fond memories of? There were bad games in there, too. Yeah, I fucking think there were. There were definitely bad games in there. And you know what? All of them were kind of bad in their own way because that fucking hideous monochrome screen. Okay, the monochrome screen wasn't great. That was a TA, a TI. It wasn't a great screen. It wasn't a fucking great screen. But then you fucking you you add in the 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 light. Oh yeah. Add in the flip outs. Yeah. What about the magnifying glass? And you add the magnifying glass, right? And then you get the fucking you get the worm light in there. Okay. For real though. The, the original Game Boy was the fucking path, I now look back on it, was the path to me being a frame rate fucking PC monster. Was it? Because I remember my friend handing me one because Red and Blue were out, and I played it. I'm like, this looks like a fucking piece of shit. And the monsters go, eh, eh, when they when they yell. And I was like, what the fuck is this crap? Uh. And I snubbed my nose at Pokemon Red and Blue, which I should not have done in hindsight. But I did because it was so ugly on that fucking thing. It looked way better on the color. It looked so much better on the color. 90, like, I, the majority of my Game Boy's life had Tetris Attack in it or Pokemon. And it just kind of sat Attack there. Attack was even on the original Game Boy. It was Game Boy Color. Yep. Tetris Attack was an original. It was 100% a normal. Okay, well, I'm not it was a gray cartridge. I, ha- I owned it. Okay. It was on the list. It was a normal. It was because the fucking. Anyway, it was one Better of. The, hope you're right. It was one of the game. Okay, well now we ha- now we have to. Now we have to. Yeah, I, it's totally on the Game Boy. It was okay. one of the games. It's we, totally on the Game Boy. I just found thank you. Okay. All yes, right, it right, was right. one of the games I owned there as well. Um. And and later on, later on, definitely color arrows when I, I actually had the ability to get more games because I started having money to get those games. Sure. Because that, that's things like my, like back then it was like, okay, what would my parents buy me and what could I borrow from my friends mm-hmm. and what would my, what would I loan my friends? And so you kind of like, it was a weird thing where my friends would take my games and then I, and then I would end up with their games and then we'd just have a bunch of games for a while. The so, most So it wasn't really, so the amount of games you had back then is, wasn't, well. Okay. What were the amount of games that you loved? Man, well, I, the shit—the shit I fucking went down down that list is pretty solid yeah, from what yeah, I can the remember. Game that only released but, in Japan. That yeah, one. the game that only released in Japan <laughs> that he only played three years ago. A- a- yeah, great memories, X- amazing memories. X X was X was was a, it was way after the fact, but it was fucking good. Oh man, I, I, I played it. this game can't, in 2014, can't. and it transported me back to my childhood on this piece. Of shit I couldn't believe I missed it. It sounded amazing. You so, missed it because you're not Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Let me also back up by saying is that the Game Boy is incredibly important and so much better than the alternative, especially early on in like 1989, was Tiger Electronic handheld games. And it was so much better than that, but it was still so limited. And like it was only to me like when I had Nintendo Power when the Game Boy Color came out, that was when I was like, oh shit, I want one really bad now. And then when they announced the fucking Metal Gear game, I was, oh my god. And I never got one. And I never got a GBA either. I, the first handheld I ever owned was the DS. And I'll never not want that again. I got a DS and I, I was came, super happy and I never had a GBA. Decision. So the world opened up to me. Yeah, and then great. I could play all the GBA games I wanted it was great. on. It was awesome. The, the DS Lite removing that port was like sad. Like like a no, lot of Nintendo, like a lot of Nintendo things, especially handhelds, their first version's the worst version. Including the fucking Game Boy. The Game Boy brought me Kirby. You, oh, that's you can what it is. all go die that's what it in is. a fire. 
Wooly likes this little fucking marshmallow fall in a that, fucking that has well. Ruled his life. And fall in a fucking well. And ruined everything. May his, no one remember your name. As the fucking little, the Game Boy brought little me. Pink blob sucks fucking up Kirby. all the goodness in his life. All right. Oh, Kirby got brought to me by. He's not even fucking pink. <laughs> he was white. Yeah, and he didn't even have a full-on like, copy ability. Like Dre or something? Wow, what game. an amazing Kirby game! It was pretty good. I fuck fuck's sake! I played the fucking first Kirby on the NES. Yeah, before that, the did original, you? The original, yes. Yeah, it's great. Well, it what was... do you mean Kirby got brought to you by the Game Boy? I'm me, my life. No, but that's the first time you encountered Kirby. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. What a fucking fake Kirby! Oh <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow! Yeah. You weren't even there at the it beginning. Just, it just Holy so happens shit. that the confluence of events that I where I go through life not having a choice over what games get brought to me when I'm fucking young and in Grenada and I just get what I, I get. I love Kirby enough to steal it when I was a child. <laughs> like, literally no control over what games end up in my life. None whatsoever. No, I can't. And, and this one happens to be the case. Yeah! What? All the agency I had. Hell yeah! All the decision making. Fucking fake Kirby fan. Can't believe it. You take those headphones off. Go hold your two <laughs> fucking Game Gear games. Play them and, 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 and be done with them once. And fucking he shit. hates that. You can't even get through those like games it. without the battery dying. Eat shit. He doesn't like the fucking game. <laughs> and you know what? You're, nothing. Hold on. You're thinking of the fucking Sega Nomad. You're not thinking of the Game Gear. The Sega Nomad used six batteries. Oh, the Nomad no, was no, also game, terrible, no, but the, the Game, game Gear, they were both sure. awful with it. The Nomad was actually smart because it let you plug in controllers. You know what's the really... But it was stupid because wildest, you still couldn't fucking play it for more than an hour. The shit about the Nomad was that it came with Comic Zone as its big game, and you couldn't beat Comic Zone in the battery charge. It, um, Comic Zone is a, is a fucking beat-em-up. Yeah, Tons no, of... says Game Gear used six batteries. Wow! I remember because the fucking kid that I used to live with, he fucking had... A bunch of he had his Game Gear and he was super selfish with it because he was an only child and he didn't know how to loan out shit and then he would always get fucking salty because his batteries would run out and he'd have to go buy more and his mom was like I'm not buying you more fucking batteries and he, there would always be an argument over that and I was like hey can I play and I'm like no because the batteries he has is all he has for it to last yeah. otherwise you you're sitting next to the be, fucking wall you couldn't be sitting next to the wall so I was in a house where we had our Nintendo shit and he had a Game Gear and I remember specifically being like hey can I try out he had triple try he had triple trouble that's why I keep bring, I remember yeah, triple yeah, trouble yeah. so well yeah. and I'm like oh can I try out that Sonic game and be like no it's mine and I'm like I know it's yours can I, I try can I try it, it? Yeah. and be like nah you know what I just and realized be like, okay yeah. you know what I just realized turns like, out I missed what Matt Fucking nothing. The Game Gear. I didn't say anything about the, the Game, Game Gear. I know, but you're sitting in the crossfire. Game oh, Gear started <laughs> my annoyance with handhelds because Fuck. I'm like, why would I ever buy a handheld when bitch. I have to just sit next to, sit in the same place I always do playing video games? Because you had to do that with the Game Gear. You had um, to. You also the point was car you rides. You couldn't beat X-Men 2 Clone Wars on the Nomad either. Yeah, you could. Oh, what, that reset button wouldn't yeah. work out? You had to press the reset button. Yeah, it wouldn't work. What a again. genius piece of game design. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was about car rides. Yeah. Right? It was, yeah. About, it was about our camper trip down. Game Gear was a piece of shit with car rides. It was rides. about our camper trip down to fucking Disney. Yeah. And, you know, like, three days on the road almost because we're doing it slow with a car full of fucking people and, yeah. and whatever. And, like, you have a bunch of comic books. Yeah. And then you have a bunch of whatever. And you have your siblings. But the fucking Game Boy yeah. is what kept you alive. You know what the one thing it's that... about it's about secretly in the last pew of the church in the back with there's no where 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 you fucking turn the volume down and you fucking hold it hold it to the side a little bit. Well, you know, and then you, you try to get in what little you can before one of the elders spots you and calls you out for playing video games See, in church. You know yeah. what's lucky about uh, the original Game Boy in church? 
because uh, the screen is such a magnanimous piece of fucking shit, it doesn't cast any light, so yeah, yeah. you don't get caught. You don't get caught. But it's it's bright in church anyway. Whereas the but DS yeah, light was so 100%. bright, you get caught all the time. And you know what? I tell this story. I tell this story from second point, second hand point of view or third person point of view because I was too much of a fucking good church boy to even dare bringing my Game Boy in. But I remember other kids would do it, yeah. and they would sneak in and they'd and go do that. The real hero. And I was super jealous of them. So, but that's what it was. Super jealous of the courage? The courage they had. <laughs> the courage to play Kirby in the spite of God? Because I was like, God would be mad if I was fucking playing my Kirby's Holy at shit. church. You know, that's what it was. That's what? why you love the Game Boy, because you were stupid. <laughs> There's a million things going on, but the point what is... What a wonderful deity. The point is... I would be mad you play your Kirby. Like... On this particular Kirby, day. some satanic shit. Yeah. The only thing better than fucking games on the go is games at home. Yeah. But then you still got games on the go it was a really solid time waster. That was good shit. For like the four games. That was good yeah. shit. And then you beat all of them. And then you just spent all your time fucking farming rare candies with Masigno until he crashed your game. We would play D&D and then we'd play... Pokemon. Isn't that satanic, though? And then we'd fucking... It was. So, Wooly? It was at school at lunchtime, okay, though. Sorry, sorry. So, was, you know what I'm hearing? At home. It was you, totally satanic. You know what I'm hearing from you? <laughs> at camp, though, parents weren't there. Yeah, that's true. Was, so, as long as I didn't tell them... International waters, basically. As, as long as I didn't yeah. tell them about it, then it was fine. Wooly, you yeah. know what I'm hearing with you? And it's honestly kind of sweet. You're like, the Game Boy is good because I had good memories of it when I was a child. Yeah. Not because of its library or of its quality, but because when I was a baby, it made me very happy. As opposed to doing nothing, playing on a Game Boy is a good time. Yeah, but you, when you're talking about all the Game, game Boy, the moment millions of classics. The moment we go forward one generation, mm -hmm. you get to compare that to... I can play this or I can play a Game Boy. But back when the Game Boy was around, at least for me, it was you can play the Game Boy or you can play nothing. I, I want to make it really clear that I am shitting on the Game Boy original only, not even the Game Boy Color. Not even. Because I agree with you. There's a bunch of bona fide classics on the Game Boy Color. And good versions of existing games, too. Uh... And I had a bunch of Tiger Electronic things to make myself make myself feel better that I could uh, afford a real handheld. Man, I haven't felt it. I had a, Royal Rumble and I had Simpsons. I have not have felt a good Nintendo versus Sega console war. This isn't even school. one, though. It, it, no, no, no. Because but, the Sega oh, fan like, over here is like, readily admitting that the Game Gear is a piece of shit. Like, like I haven't, I haven't felt that in a minute, and like... The fact that the conversation ender always used to be, fuck you, you can't play Street Fighter without a select button. Ah, <laughs> no! Was the, it was done. Everyone just walks away because it was nuclear. There was no comeback from that. Well, the comeback was to get a six-button controller when the other version. Yeah, which was out. a genuine improvement, actually, because, like... The, the that layout was better than the yeah and I, it is, it I remember is. and I remember being like oh man Comic Zone looks kind of cool I missed I wish I could and, Comic and, Zone's and, radical and then it's I remember and though. then I remember Vector Man I'd be like oh Vector Man looks kind of oh, cool I remember being blown away by Vector Man then I played Vector Man it's not good I don't like it it's not good uh you should play X Men Two Clone Wars instead because that game's no I fucking know. awesome I, I played it not too long ago it's, it has a really grimy soundtrack because it has to because because <laughs> music can't sound good unless 
the fucking genius that's composing understands He's all the fart noises that I the think, Genesis can make. Yeah, I think X Men Two does a good use of just it just sounds grimy Blah. and filthy. It almost sounds ahead of its time. <laughs> yeah, all, like, uh, it sounds better than the first X Men game. The first X Men one yeah, doesn't sound bad. as like, good. Like there are some great sound uh, OSTs that you can go back to and listen to on the Genesis. Uh, Rocket Knight Adventures is my number one. But that's because a fucking maestro learned how to work with the sound of farts. Yeah, yeah. it's like someone I found a bunch of fucking broken down pieces of shit in this alley but i can make good music that's with it. it hell yeah i can i can make this dumpster symphony do we have anything that could possibly follow up this tirade no i don't think so are we out um psa undergrads the movie what what is it what is happening yeah how about that then i didn't know this <laughs> how about that then i don't know what this is Kickstarter. Holy shit, it's doing it. Undergrads the movie, a follow-up to the Undergrads TV show created in 2001. By Petey Williams. Is at 74 of $115,000. It's doing it with 31 days to go. They're planning to make an Undergrads movie. Holy shit. And they're trying to finish off everything. Gimpy Gimpy and Rocco and Cal. That that, uh, Undergrads was, so... Um, there's a campaign. It's, 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 uh, any footage no, it's just Pete talking. That's fine. He's funny. It's just him talking about what the plans are, but, go out of but yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'll stay in if that's all right. Cause I have found a click to call my own inside, outside. I don't care. Your crowd, my crowd, we can't share. Because I have found a click to call my own. I love that bit when they're like, they're playing the song in the show and they're like, good Charlotte, what have yeah, they ever done? Exactly. Okay, what is this? It's the old. It's uh, a cartoon. It's the old Canadian cartoon that you it, it on aired on. It aired on Teletoon. It was an MTV show for one season, and then they canceled it. Like they do everything downtown and, and all high. and uh, the blue one. Mission Hill. Mission Hill. The yeah. blue one. Was Mission Hill on TV? I think it started as... as, as I don't think I've ever heard of this ever. We've referenced this a bunch. I don't know how you didn't... like You not watching Teletoon is weird to me. I don't know how you missed out on that shit. Didn't have it. That's fucking weird. Well, everyone got it. Well, we didn't have it. I don't want to tell you. Anyway, it's a bunch of college... uh, Did you not have cable? No. You didn't have cable TV? No. Ooh. Okay, Ooh. so Pat, there's a nerd character and he's on like a... I've got a, I've got a, I've got a like re... I've got to like <laughs> update my banks Duck for your man, for your it, lack of childhood. This, this is a constant thing where it's like, remember that show? And I go, no, I don't. Yeah, you didn't Duck have man. You had so you had like three channels. No, I had more than that. We had CFCF twelve and channel three. No, we had we had Videotron. Had a global didn't exist back then. A fucking TV package in our house, but we didn't have Teletoon. And you had YTV, and that was it. No, we had. I don't know. We had like 50 channels or whatever, but we did not have Teletoon. Because if you had 50 channels, channel, this was, uh, Teletoon was channel 49. Anyway. I, I, look, what, what do you want me to tell you? Here's a joke from Undergrads. The nerd of the show is on a trivia like uh, thing, and the guy goes, what Star Wars ca- – IG-88. That's correct. Mm-hmm. That's that's undergrads. Yeah, he's the guy from the with the cone head. It was. It's a college campus. What Star Wars ca- like IG eighty eight? It's a college campus. It's a college campus show with a bunch of kids hanging out. What year? And it this? had two thousand one. Two thousand one. And and two thousand one. It says right there. And it had uh, an Asian girl with purple hair, <laughs> as they all tend to. Oh, these days. Two thousand one. Scroll up. You're saying two thousand one. That's the cast. That's the cast. 
Oh, I can explain exactly why. Sans Rocco. I, I didn't see this. I stopped watching TV. Okay. Entirely. Well, then you definitely had the channel that it was on, but yeah. When, I, when you asked me, like, did you not have it? I thought you meant, like, back in, like, 94. No, I, no. Pro- I probably had it, but yeah, I didn't watch TV. And no, because early-ass TV in, in, in Quebec was very limited channels, but then there was a, an update where, like, all cable gave us, like, 20 new channels, and we got Fox... We got Teletoon, we got the Comedy Network, and then a couple other things. No, 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 we didn't get Comedy. No, no, that, that was extended. That was extended. That's an exotic, yeah. hedonistic channel. We, yeah, we got, we got uh, Bravo, and we got E, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Right? And Discovery as well came with that. Yeah. And then the Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. Right? Canadian and, Sci-Fi Channel. And that's... that's Space. That's space, 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 yes. That's no, where I watched a fuck ton show. of Gene Roddenberry's Final Conflict. Okay, can Earth. we get Zubaz in this? In undergrads? No. Why not? No. <laughs> Is there not a tier to get your own double C in here? Top of the list is you wear your own mascot head. Uh, oh shit! Oh, be no. voice, be the voice and likeness of a featured character in okay, the movie. Okay, character that they're created. Fine. So you get to be, you get to be. That's fucking seven thousand. But you're, it's your, but it's your likeness, right? Okay. Which, uh, but if I show up dressed as Zubaz, but here's the other, yeah, yeah. Well, one, there's that. But the other problem is, is that you know what guest characters where you're like, oh, that's the guy who paid for the Kickstarter yeah, shows yeah, up, yeah, and you're just a guy that comes in and goes, hey, yeah, Hi. what? Oh my god! And what? you're like, just yeah, and you're and you just you see that uh, you emoji your way through I the scene. Forget the name of it, but uh, you see Pendulette put out a movie about that. What? Pendulette put out a movie where he plays a guy who got a bit part in a movie due to a Kickstarter. Okay, but he's crazy. Oh, that's great. No, uh, I didn't forget the name of Red Letter Media. Uh, that sounds recently. fucking Apparently awesome. Apparently, it's very interesting. Pen rules. He's the best. Teller's pretty good too. But yeah, Undergrads the movie is on Kickstarter, and they're trying to put it together. And Matt, you and I care about Undergrads a whole lot. We reference it very often. And uh, I, I hope- think very early on, I want to say like four years ago, you just you made a joke where you just like. Whatever, friends could do it. And I laughed for a while because I hadn't heard anyone reference yeah, Undergrads yeah, in a yeah. long time. Oh, man. I loved it so much. And I also fucking hated the cliffhanger that it ended on. It, yeah. I mean, it, that's that's what that, the Kickstarter video was alluding to at the very start. I had rants back when we were in Sejep, like in, in college here, about that final episode. Smack and, dab in the middle of Dawson. Because was, how mad I was at Nitz's decision making. Yeah. No, it wasn't great. Man. Because Kimmy's the worst. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. Totally. Kimmy's Ariel. Kimmy had a Game Boy. She no, didn't. she didn't. didn't. No, she she wasn't that interesting. Yeah. That <laughs> thought she would have had a Game Boy. The interesting people would have had wow, a Game Boy. Wow, I had here. no idea. About hey, uh, I, let's wrap up because Pat's got to get home and watch Hunter x Hunter. So let's take some emails. It's pronounced Hunter Hunter. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Thanks for the correction. If you've got an email, if you want to tell us how sick undergrads was. If you want to tell us to tell us about, um, yeah, yeah, your favorite moments. You try to get me, but I am gonna go home and watch Hunter Hunter. Exactly. And you're gonna and you're gonna you didn't win yourself all the way to the end of it and be like, oh, it was pretty good, I guess. I don't know, whatever. No, and fine, then, it's great. Like it's it's, <laughs> it's legitimately great. <laughs> Okay. I still. It I doesn't still, feel like a loss. No, instead, it's like I look back and I go, I wish 
Gon's design was better because it's the same thing I had with One Piece where it's like every second that their design is like the stock design on the screen. I'm like, I hate this. I hate it. Everything about the character is great. Everything about what's happening is great. I just fucking hate the way the character looks. It's like, Willie, if I ever, if I walked into your apartment for like the first time ever and I walked in, you had a giant undergrad poster. I'm like, this fucking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone who does... Absolutely. Not to mention, we knew a dude that was real li- live action nits. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Cal, I think, too. I knew Cal. Uh, 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 what was I going to say? Yeah, I'm, I, I'm like, for, I, at, least, at least I set myself up. So I'm like, if I ever do decide to tune into the new uh, Hunter, Hunter. Uh, it's uh, not even new. It's super old now. Okay, well, the new to me, at least one. And it's good. I'll probably be like, yeah, that's what I thought would be of the new one, I guess. Because. I remember. I remember when the initial confusion happened, and and like I Patch Wolf like had that moment of like, wait, ooh, time to start your anime not e- channel. No, no, no. Even after that, where he's like, you're not even talking about the same show that I love. <laughs> like Whoops. you're talking about a different show. <laughs> it was like, oh, what was it all for? What are uh, we fighting for? I Patch Wolf is a very convincing man. He convinced me to stop liking Final Fantasy 15 in my memory. <laughs> Damn! Did you see the, his video they put out? No, but I had the discussion with him in person, and it was pretty much a more. Um, it was it was Matt's like life philosophy taken to the extremes and delivered with a soft, soothing accent. Because like he's where got, fives should never exist. Mm, he got uh, if you're not a zero or a ten, get the fuck out of my face. Is essentially what he believes. If you're not going to be great, suck bad. So but gonna, in in other words, a reboot that doesn't push the envelope to a new height, that's just a safe reboot, is the worst thing ever. So if you want to know about Final Fantasy 15, did you see the title of his video? At least it's like it's, it's, it's hilarious. It's a massive disappointment. It's a mediocre disappointment. Final Fantasy 15 is a mediocre disappointment. Is the name of the video, and okay. it is 52 minutes long, okay. and it is a breakdown of problems. Hmm. Um, I'll say this, man. Like I do want to go back and see what happens in that story because I left off. But like, where'd you leave off? Um, before Altisha. Wow, you left off before anything happened. Yeah. A bunch of stuff happens, but I like, spent a fuck ton of time grinding. Out yeah, I'm sure to to I'm get sure to get the you um, made a, the combat. You um, made a, a bunch of stuff will happen and it'll make no sense, and then people will tell you it's actually way worse before because they patched in extra story. Like I, I spent on that grid, um, I spent like no money until I got like 300 and just dumped it on the the, the was it a parry or a dodge or yeah, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, there's a bunch of bust abilities. You yeah, can. I just I like I I made the game weird for me, but I, I was having I was having fun with that cast. You want to hear the most busted thing you can do in that whole game? Mm-hmm. They patched in that uh, bangle that lets you not gain experience, so you go rest and right, just, right, right, so right. So what you right. do is once you hit a level that you're like I'm comfy, you just put that bangle on the whole game. Mm-hmm. And Altisha, there's a hotel that triples your experience boost. Mm-hmm. And Take it off. I went from like forty two to like seventy plus, and then the whole rest of the game was like, haha. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be honest, at that, like, it's like at that point, just fucking go. What level do you want to be? <laughs> what was on just, the PS four? What was what was uh was it um the world? Oh uh, god, what the fuck is this game called? I keep saying God Eater, but it's not. It's the World Eaters. Um, this game where like you can just level up as much as you want, but it's like. Not Disgaea. Well, you, okay. It, it, but it was it was it was um, it was from this America. It's, okay. Um, but it was like yeah, you level up as much as you want with a cost. Uh, what the fuck was the game called? 
Oh, well, anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. Hey, do we you have want a question? Or? Do you want to Soul me? Nomad. Soul Nomad. I'm sorry. Uh, I was getting so lost in If you the... want to send in an email that uh, is the story about that loser that you know who had a Game Boy and how lame that was, you can send that in to superbestfriendcast at gmail.com. That's patsinsecurities at gmail.com. I have no insecurity about shitting on the Game Boy. That thing is hilarious. You're... you're you're 50% human, 50% insecurities. What are you talking about? I said about the game. <laughs> you are built on them. Yeah, but not about the game. Not Boy. about the Game Boy. And the Game Boy, I feel strong, confident, and handsome. Catching, Thank you. Catching random ass fucking fisticuffs lies coming off your stream. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Based on like you, uh, like you, I was so ready for this to come up. I was ready, and here we are. No, we're not even going anywhere. We're not even going anywhere. You spent the you spent ten years building up whatever you need to about me, sir. Oh come on! I will come. You on. watch that clip. I'm sitting there giggling away. I, I it was fun to do. And then at the end, you're like, "Oh boy, this is gonna come back on me." And I'm like, "Because it was Sunday night." And I was, and I was like, <laughs> and I, I was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, man, I'm just getting this thing ready for three hours. Just getting it ready." Lies, With the bosses, lies and bullshit. But it makes for good memory. Yeah. So, we've all told many lies. By the way, this year's shitstorm has very, very little woolly bashing in it. What's up with that? Because uh, Matt, Matt has no, changed direction. I've condensed it all. Because every, every year there's a compilation that comes out with all the woolly bashing. Not going to be one this year. That's, hmm. We've switched tracks. <laughs> Damn. Matt is now praying for you to be haunted. And we're playing games and go, and he's going, I would like woolly to be haunted like this person. Oh. Like that, but I'm very, I'm very clear. I want the haunting to be horrible. Okay, yes. okay, but okay, okay. Last for no more than four months. Okay, because everyone's I al- tired of your disrespect to ghosts. Because if there was not a new gigantic ridiculous lie, I'd be no. like kind of disappointed. To but be lie, honest. I suppose, is that ghosts are real and they could haunt you. Yeah. <sighs> No, it's got to be like something from my past. We we play quite a horribly horribly scary game, and I'm like, this this is the this one. is what needs to go on in his apartment every day, and it's, then we'll okay. see who respects who. Okay, because I was I was full on waiting for like it's kind of like that time that no, and then cue flashback. To, no, but I'm also know. doing a call to action where I say, everyone, put your thoughts and prayers towards Wooly getting towards haunted. cursing. So we don't know how powerful that can be. I mean, like, quite. Fr- I, I, I wouldn't. I'd love to get haunted. It would be fucking rad. <laughs> Good. It'd be I, super sick. Hey, if you got super haunted, would you go hang out with your mom and be like, fucking super haunted? Check this shit out. Well, first I'd make sure that the ghost is not like the kind that can just kill you. Yeah, that's a bad. One. Right. First, yeah, you need to find it's, out. It's hard to make sure of that. You yeah. want a good poltergeist. Yeah, you want just an apparition. You want an apparition that can just like glow in the night and make noises and shake things. And if that's all you can do, then like, oh, I'm having a good time. All right. Yeah. Well, moving on to email, let me do that again. If you think Wooly's been secretly cheating at fisticuffs, oh. send your email into superbestfriendcast at gmail.com. That's Ooh. superbestfriendcast at gmail.com. Or alternatively, if you think me and Matt are just really shit at fighting games and are salty as shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can we check the move list? Are we going? Are we? Oh, we're going? Okay. <laughs> yeah, he says, as he does that every week. How could you do that to us? Dear Goofus, Goofus, and Goofus, no gallant. Mm. 
uh, every time everyone looks at me like a crazy person when they find out that I sleep in jeans. <laughs> well, you you are. Oh, keep going, keep going, keep yeah, going. Yeah, where does this go? I I mean, uh, is there any clothing choices you assume are normal, but everyone thinks you're strange and frightening? Nothing compared to that. No, nothing like, compared like, to that. I've Alex... fallen asleep wearing jeans, but yeah. I don't go. I'm gonna put my bedtime jeans on. Alex, that is the single weirdest thing. Alex, I have ever heard in regards to sleep patterns. Alex, if you're and cats in the room, if you wanna, li- if you wanna, um, uh, if you're listening to the audio version of this, uh, Alex, instead of looking at the vod, go track down the clip because I'm looking at you. I thought I was the undisputed fucking champ of Pat, sleep you bullshit. You need to go home tonight. You're nuts. And put. Your bed in order and sleep perfectly tucked under all sides, yeah. like in a line. Yeah, with jeans. I'm on. not going to do that. You have to do That's it. That's crazy. Horrible. The tightest. That, that would feel bad, dude. The tightest, most fucking jeans don't breathe. Calf, Your legs are going to get so sweaty. Calf gripping. God, tightness. Damn in the it. Jeans. It's like just no movement. No movement. That is. Just no blood circulation so, so whatsoever. Here's the thing, right? Do it. Alex here. Alex? Alex. Doesn't say go to sleep wearing pants. Because that could be pajama pants, right? That could be no, he, whatever. No, he would mean pants, pants. He says fucking jeans, like quarter, man. Like he could have said corduroys, and that would have been just what as weird. What the actual fuck? Yeah. I, don't, I, I hate to blow you up, buddy. I don't. I can't think of any clothing thing that can compare to that. I have that. no comparison. I mean, yeah, there's nothing. I wear my pajamas around the house too much, but, but that's what they're fucking for, I guess. Jeans are not for sleeping. Basketball shorts down below, nothing or a hoodie up top, depending that's a, that's on the weather. That's a reasonable thing to do in your life. Why would you go out anywhere else with it? Ah, When I get home, I can't change out of my jeans into my pajamas fast enough. Let alone switch back into them to sleep. Someone says, I sleep in a full tuxedo. <laughs> that would be less weird than that would be. Boy, really, do you remember? Do you remember? This was back at my old apartment. How fast I changed into my pajamas because you walked out to leave, had to come back 45 seconds later. To, Not even. You, you, you left your phone or something. Not even. And you knocked, and I went. Coming and you're like, what? How already? My like, yeah, the instant you walk out the door, I take my pants off. The instant I only wore yeah. the pants because you were there. Yeah. Uh, while you sleep, Elena says. Uh, in case of last week's podcast talks didn't convince you, there's been at least two guests that have recommended Scooby Doo Monster Mystery Incorporated. That's true. None of you sat down and watched it yet. I've compiled That's a list of true. minimal spoilers. With a list of reasons that hopefully build your interest, if you hadn't heard it yet, Mystery Incorporated has the following. Episode-long homages to things like Saw, Twin Peaks, and classic B-horror movies. Yeah, we heard this one. Harlan Ellison getting a recurring guest spot where he plays himself. Did not hear about this. Talking I anim- heard about that one. Talking animals being treated as a normal occurrence in this universe, resulting in cameos from characters like Jabberjaw that are never questioned. <laughs> Uh, an ongoing plot about the town's history, how it was founded, and how it hides ancient treasure that may or may not be cursed. Mm-hmm. Multiple factions, including the former mystery teens, etc., businessmen, politicians, escape convicts, and family members who've had some history connected to the ongoing search for the treasure. Mm-hmm. Romance plot lines and love triangles and main characters leading to things in the franchise of Scooby-Doo. 
the talking dog uttering the phrase, are you cheating on me? Okay. Are you cheating on me? Honest Shaggy. to God, unironic instances of underwater Nazi ghost base. Uh-huh. Go watch it already. Especially, Pat, it just becomes Twin Peaks by the end. Nah, I'm good. I don't really care for Scooby-Doo. I'll give it a go if I can remember it. It's gone. What are we, what are we talking about? Scooby-Doo Martian Mysteries, it's called? Good enough. Martian Mystery? So uh, I'll try and remember to do that, and then I'll end up catching up on Mike Tyson Mysteries instead. Nepwar says, I recently want to play... I recently went to play... Um, I recently went to a play... Mm. That was based on a legend from 100,000 years ago known as the Era of Truth, which made me want to ask, Jeez. what's your favorite title for an era? Mm. Renaissance is pretty cool. That's a pretty cool name for an era. Yeah, but that's just King of Fighters Rebirth early. Um, I like the Era of Warring States. I hope that's not too weeby. The uh, Golden Age arc. No, that's Golden good. Age. I like that. That's uh, good. That's That's a good name for an arc. That's true. Uh, the Great T Race. Arc. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> right there. Great. The age of the Great T Race. Godie's Godie. Cody says they're delicious, delicious best friends. Thank you. In part fifteen of Tales of the Borderlands, Matt incorrectly states there are two mummy movies when in fact there are at least five with the same <laughs> title, which three of which are directly related. Mm-hmm. There's the Mummy from 1932. Yeah, I wasn't counting those. The Mummy from 1999, which is a loose remake of the 32 original, and the Mummy from 2017, which is a complete reboot. Later, Willie mentions the Armageddon shot, which is itself actually a reference to the 1983 movie, The Right Stuff. Ah. Corrections. Oh, okay. Uh, just general corrections. Corrections. Yeah. yeah, no, I was purposely leaving out the, the 1930s ones because I don't know what he cares about. Who gives about a goddamn those shit when, about when old Brendan stuff. Fraser ones exist? Yeah. Remember the beginning of The Mummy 2 where the two mummies are chasing them along the walls? Yeah. Oh, man, that was cool. The reddest of flags, their Jimmy Tommy Power Hour friends. Seems like so many games come out today swathed in controversy. That's correct. Uh, No better example I can think of than Star Citizen. For a game that hasn't been released yet, it loves creating a Battlefront 2 level of BS with every news story, from locking news stream to paying customers and being pay to will before release. Pay to win, I assume. Uh, Pay to win. Yeah. Uh, The game can't come out if it ever comes out without angering somebody. Do you have examples of similarly divisive games? I don't think anything's going to top Star Citizen because it it looks like a fucking scam at this Uh, point. Mighty Number 9 could have given it a run, but then that stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Like, everyone stopped caring. Well, the only thing. Star Citizen keeps going and going. Mighty Number 9, like, if it didn't come out. Star (laughs) Citizen is also sucking up money at an alarming rate. Like, that game looks like a fucking scam. Um, I can't think of anything that's even close to those two. Super best plus ultra friend cast. Has there been a game movie or show that has a scene that made you scared or frightened where you wanted to quit said material? Mine was the ending of the original Star Trek where they showed various aliens that fueled my childhood fears for years uh, and the You Died screen from RE2. For some reason, You Died hit me hard. Because it was the first time I considered myself personified as the main character. Oh, tons of horror games over time. I'm I'm quite the baby when it comes to horror games. Like, I, I don't really get the question. It's like you just stopped midway through, or yeah, you yeah you wanted to leave like physically. Okay. Like for me, I mean, y'all have looked at the shitstorm. There's a bunch of videos that end because I go fuck this. I'm done with the video. That's me running away. Um, at some point through the movie that's on Netflix called The Nightmare, I wanted to stop several times. Because <laughs> it's based on real paralysis. Yeah, paralysis. So it's talking right. to people about stuff that happened to them. Mm-hmm. So, of course, even though I finished all of it, I did not sleep for a good week. Oh, and that's I told good. other people about it. 
and and they talk about this in the movie. If you tell other people about your sleep paralysis, they experience they it. will experience it too. So mm-hmm. it's like this virus. So Good job. Fuck mm-hmm. that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very scary. Yeah, nothing. Wait till the haunting starts, then we'll talk to you again. Well, that's not a movie. But he'll want to quit. He'll want to film it. <laughs> he should film it. Well, if, if you that go, if that, I hope that ghost likes Serbian film because we. I'll just fucking loop there that. You go. I'll just loop that that's shit. That's yours. That's yours. That's that's that one's exclusive woolly content. World premiere. Yeah. What's no? Wait. You have the trailer for you watching Serbian film. And it's like woolly watches Serbian film. Then it fades out. Then the trailer for you watching it starts. Serbian film. Don't watch that movie. Don't. Um, you bad movie. You can just read the wiki if you're curious. Yeah, yeah, that's the movie. The wiki d- describes it all. So. And then something horrible happens with the man's penis. Oh, oh, that's the least of it. Yeah. Hey, what is going on on Angriest Pat? Uh, Angriest Pat will uh, at, over at twitch.tv slash Angriest Pat will stream sometime this fucking week. I don't know what it'll be. It could be anything. I'm kind of lazy and tired. Uh, you could also find me over at uh, twitch.tv slash Saliva. Uh, either uh, yelling at Paige for leaving Yang on the floor dead in FF4 or helping out with Detroit again. Uh, she's doing so much better than I did. It's embarrassing. Uh, and that's it for me. What about you guys? Well, you said you're fucking close to the end on Nier. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Liam and I are going to sit down and have a few sessions, bang it out. But at the moment, uh, every day at noon, I'm alternating between an episode of Nier and an episode of Nalt. So... Uh, both of those games are reaching their steadfast conclusions. Tune in for some good you've been, old fun. You've been on those for a while. Do you have the next shit planned out? Yeah, I do. The next shit's planned out. And also, I've been chipping away at um, the latest uh, Kirby lore. Uh, yeah. It's, you know... This is about the Game Boy. Yeah, it's I probably mean, about the, the the first one he played on the Game Boy. Never the first one. It's about, about, it's, it's about a very important piece of Kirby lore, so I'm taking my time with it. Yeah. Um, Trying to do all that extra work for it's not, not being there ground floor. Not at all reflective like of, fans. of quality, but uh, stay tuned for that. That should be coming out soon. And um, at the very least, I can say that like Lil V and Mothman have like fucking outdone themselves with the the the, the, the work and, and amazing shit they've been putting in. So uh, stay tuned for some of that. Some of that Kirby lore coming in, coming in hot and heavy soon. What's going on, Matt? A new episode of Edgelords comes out tonight at 8 p.m. No one knows who it's about, but it's going to be one step forward, two steps back. Um, Do it. And I will also uh, be streaming the uh, premiere of it like about like half an hour before it goes online on YouTube. Yeah, I saw that. What exactly are you about this? If you have something that really cool coming up, stream it. Uh Uh-huh. So people that want to experience it live with an audience can. So and you're gonna like go live and be like, "Hey guys, what's up?" Hey, and I'm then- gonna play the video now. Check it, check it out, and people just can talk. Huh, it's what they do for uh, new episodes of Team Four Star Abridged. Ah. Uh, so I wanted to give that a go and see if people have fun with that. And then later on this week, uh, on Friday, I'll be having a new mumbling with Matt with OSW reviews, two and a half hours of Predator talk. We go through all of the movies. That would be the oh, it's all of them, huh? All of them, uh, not just not just the Predator, which I like increasingly want to stop thinking about. No, you think about it right now. I had more fun with Venom than I did with the Predator. You 
are all that you are all you are. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Right. And the shitstorm on the main channel, that's over at superbestfriendsplay.com or youtube.com slash superbestfriendsplay. Every night, 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Shitstorm. There's some bangers in there and there's some fucking losers in there. Not that many losers, like two. Yeah, but so they're four. big losers. Any clunkers? No, that's what I'm talking about. Agony. I'm, Just some straight Ag- up saying Agony, Agony, Agony sucks. sucks. And Last Dead End is that, like... That, no, that... That's, hold on. Well, here's the thing. That sounds like a great fighting game move. Yeah. Uh, the Last Dead End is a miserable Last pile. Dead End? Sounds like Scrap Dunk. But yeah. it is hilarious. Yeah, it's 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 deadly premise. There's like a Shrek monster and it. It's ridiculous. It's yeah. uh, a really good level three name. Yeah, there's a bunch of those coming up. Also, last dead end, final redemption. Wooly and I will continue trucking along in DMC three. We pretty much got to sit down and got one more to just finish that up. Who knows what Wooly and I will tackle next? Whatever it is, all I know is we will never surrender because we'll keep playing Devil May Cry three. And this might seem like a crazy thing to say, but the ending of Tales of the Borderland is more epic and has more fights than DMC three. Possibly that is not hyperbole you know <laughs> you know it's actually um i would not expect that from a telltale game though it had more special moves the timing <laughs> with, the timing on on us playing that game as the at like last with and, everything and yeah, telltale with, died right in the, the best yeah. game they've made like it's so weird but man are we feeling them at their peak and yeah the end of tales <sighs> of the borderlands is Fucking strong. Hey, speaking of Borderlands, I, Real good. did you guys hear that uh, King of Irony news about Randy Pitchford? Oh, some dude stole like $3 million from him. I heard. His personal assistant just robbed it, him. The money just vanished. Poof. That yeah. sucks. Oh, wow. What a magician's trick. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. That's hilarious. How unfortunate. Damn. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>